All right. Oof. That was, you know. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's our podcast. Should probably introduce yourselves. I'm Jackson, the mild-mannered scientist that works for Stark Industries. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Colson. That's it. That's I'm, uh, <laughs> just and awesome. sometimes Tristan. Yeah, Tristan, say hi. Say hi. He uh, flipped us off. That, that that's how he says hi um, to people. Yeah, he's a uh, uh, he's not from around here, so you know cultural differences. <laughs> he's European. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's totally white. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, we're gonna cut that out. we'll cut that out. <laughs> Let's not get racist on the podcast. First in the first minute. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was fast. But yeah, this is um. So we're calling it that's all, but we're drunk. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of it is, um, we're gonna be drinking the whole time we do it. And get progressively more drunk throughout the podcast. Um, which, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really just doing this because it's an excuse to drink. Yeah, it's an excuse to drink, hang out, shoot the shit, and talk about wacky stuff. And that's another point of the podcast. Um, yeah, and uh, before before we get into what we're talking about, let's, uh, let's, let's go over what we've got like physically? Yeah, so so we've got chips and guacamole. We've got some pizza rolls. Yes, we do. Um, I think they're the three meat pizza rolls. Well, yeah, you have all the meat groups. Yeah, all the meat groups. <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing about pizza rolls or any pizza-related food, it has all the food groups in it. So really, all the food it's groups. the best food you yeah, can It's eat. got carbs. <laughs> it's got dairy. It's got... Several meat groups. <laughs> yeah, don't forget um, that. I think that's it. Um, I'm sure there's not any other food groups that are important. Um, we've also got, you know, some various alcohols, such as so rum and whiskey. I'll tell you about the beer I'm drinking later, because it pertains to the episode. But before we get to that, I do want to make it clear, on a little, slightly more serious note, um... Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on right now in the world, and especially in America right now. Yeah, we're Americans, so that's probably yes. obvious. But, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of shit going on, and we're going to try not to get into any of that. But all I want to say is this podcast, for one, yeah, we're bored. We want to do a podcast. It's a fun thing to do. It's just, yeah, it's just fun. But another thing is... We want, we want to put something out there that if anyone could enjoy it, <laughs> just something that's fun that takes you away from the reality <laughs> that you live in, that we all live in. Just because, so yeah, we're gonna talk about wacky shit, you know, 
crazy stuff. Sometimes we'll talk about... We're going to answer the important questions. The important like, questions. Does the Pope shit in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Well, the philosophical but, stuff. But yeah, we're, we're, we're here to have fun. So... Yeah. And hopefully someone else will have fun listening to us. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> because actually make it sound like you can get views. Shut up. Trish. Well, hopefully we'll eventually have viewers. <laughs> Listeners, I mean. Yeah, they're not, I was going to say, they're not going to be viewing anything. Well, I mean, unless they want to look at other sh- more important stuff while they listen to us. Oh. Then, okay, I get that. But, <laughs> um, or if it's just like our parents who are, you know, you know, supporting on, us, putting them on in the background just to give us the, the, you know, the views. Or the even views. though they really while they're probably watching, don't listen. Yeah. While they're just watching TV. Oh, I, I know my mom is going to be like, oh, look, this podcast, but she's never going to listen to it. And she's probably going to share it to some of her like Christian friends. And one of them is going to actually listen to it, or like the kids. And then, you know. Jackson, you know, how you say that? The Karens. The Karens. <laughs> I don't know why you say that. Your mom will totally sit there and listen. No, to she won't. Yes, yeah, she will. She thinks the idea. Of, I already talked to her about it. She thinks the whole idea of podcasts is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why would I want to listen to a bunch of idiots talk about shit I don't care about? But you're not an idiot. You're her son. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of are an idiot. But your dad and your mom would actually sit there and listen to it, and then be like, "Oh my god, you guys talked about." I this. could see my dad actually listening to it because he actually does like stuff like this. But my mom's like, I'd rather just be listening to music yeah. while I'm doing stuff. Or like, My parents won't listen to this. Um, my mom doesn't care about this sort of stuff. And my dad really does like podcasts a lot, but he also thinks that everything that we do is stupid. Yeah. So I don't expect anything <laughs> from him. I really hope none of my parents listen to it. Because I feel like they might learn some things. Love you, mom. Just in case. Yeah, hi, Mom. I love you. Dad, you're an old <laughs> bastard. Dad, this episode is dedicated to, to you. Speaking of dads, this is our perfect <laughs> segue. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys may not know. If you guys actually know us, anyone listening to it, we're, we're musicians. So Are music's you? important. Yes. I played that intro song. He played the intro song. He's a classically trained, classically trained podcast intro song musician. <laughs> but so the first topic, it's a music topic, and but it's something that many would consider to be abstract. Yes, um, <laughs> but not in the cool, you know, Velvet Underground type of abstract. Well, it's quite the opposite of that. Um, tonight we are talking about dad rock and dad, dad music. Yes. Is the equivalent um, of dad jokes in the music world? Well, not quite. Not really. quite. We'll no. get into that. Because um, a lot of dad rock, dads are unaware that it is dad rock. Mm-hmm. And most, a lot of people might not be aware. Um, but I want to go to our resident expert on the subject, just to kind of give us a quick summary. Okay. Because um, you're the first one that really started telling me about dad rock. I knew it was a thing. Yes. But, well, I don't have the background knowledge that you have on dad rock. I just know it exists and what it, yeah. 
typically sounds like. So I wouldn't at all say I'm an expert because I am, <laughs> you know, not a dad. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the gist of dad rock is there's a whole genre of music that's, it's hard to classify. You can't quite classify it in the same way you can classify other genres by the characteristics of the music itself. But it just has a feeling to it. Mm-hmm. That is very dad. Yes. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. It's uh, it's it has a domesticated feeling to it. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a lot of dad rock where I feel like it's a more uniquely American thing, but it's definitely a global phenomenon. Yeah, and and there's also so when you think dad rock, um, I would say there's actually um, a sound. That is dad rock, but yes, dad rock can also be extremely subjective, um, because when it comes down to it, it's what reminds you of your home, your dad, what your dad would listen to, or well, not what they would listen to, but you what what you would associate with a dad listening to. Yes, and I do have the ones that remind me distinctly of my dad. That maybe Same. not all that it would be considered dad rock. But since my dad listens to it so much, to me, it is that rock. Uh, hell, I, I, I know. I have stuff that I associate with your dad. <laughs> yes, we all have these. Metallica! <laughs> <laughs> Although Metallica's not dad rock. Well, there's one album that I would argue. Yeah, which album? The Black Album. I can see that, yeah. Well, that whole era, the 90s era. So you have the Black Album. It's when Metallica... Because of the whole uprise of the grunge scene, quote unquote. <laughs> and we'll get to that a little later, maybe. But <laughs> but yeah, it was the '90s, and they were like, "Oh, we need to simplify our stuff a little bit more, make it a bit more, even more macho than regular Metallica, simplify oh. it, and sell it to the commercial masses." And every dad, I shit you not. They will put on Enter the Sandman when they're, like, doing a workout or we're artists or think they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the dad metal album, not the only one, but the dad metal album. I, I think you're right there, yeah. Either that or, well, a lot of that 90s stuff, like Fuel, Refueled. Yeah. <laughs> but, so there's, there's, there's that type of dad rock where it's, it's very much like the, uh, the dad like the rock macho, like, that you imagine when you imagine your dad in the garage with the beer in his hand fixing the car, mm-hmm. fixing the car, you know that type of music. Yeah. Um. You you could throw in uh, Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. You could throw in um. Uh, Twisted Sister, I think is kind of dad rock. Oh yeah. It, well, a yeah. lot of those hair metal bands. Yeah. Like Europe, Asia, um, um, Boston. Boston, hell yeah. Boston is very much um, dead rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one that my dad loves, and if he argues with this, I he's BSing us because Def Leppard. That was like his band. I know it was. He I talks about Leopard. it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, and I also want to make it clear, just because it's dad rock doesn't mean it's bad rock. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> yeah, that's something a dad would say. <laughs> Let's make something rhyme just for jokes. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I'm waiting for the opportunity to do a dad joke on one of you guys. But it has to happen naturally. 
Doesn't dad jokes sometimes force student that makes me feel dad jokes? Well, yes and no. Well, it could go either way, but for me, I don't have that innate dad, uh, like, energy. <laughs> I would hope not. I mean, you have to Dad show. energy. You know what I think of? <laughs> dad energy. When I think of dad energy, picture a guy. Um, he's maybe wearing flip-flops or chacos. Okay, that's the first part of his outfit. Flip-flops, not chacos. Oh, yeah, because that's too, like... Chacos are college students. Yeah, okay. Those are the ones that grow up. Even if they don't have a kid, they have they, that dad. And they're going to become a dad. Yeah. They're the people that are good at dad jokes before they're a dad. They yeah. become a dad or either, like, an uncle or, like, you know. So, yeah. wait, that's why you, you're an uncle. Well, don't remind me that... Uh, <laughs> it explains everything. No, I like being an uncle. I want to be the weird, like, crazy uncle. And that's a whole other section we'll get to. Uncle, Uncle Rock? Rock, yes. Uncle Rock, we're going to talk about Uncle Rock. There's a lot of subsections in there. Mom Rock. That's its yeah. own thing, but it's definitely in that same vein, yes. We'll get to those. But, okay, so flip-flops. Flip-flops, yes. So you have flip-flops, and then you have, like, cargo shorts. Yeah. You have cargo shorts. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. It's true. <laughs> hey, I'm guilty. You're saying Except I wasn't because... wearing flip-flops. As I was wearing flip-flops, <laughs> <laughs> you have cargo or like khaki shorts or like board shorts, something like that. Uh-huh. But specifically cargo, I would argue. Yeah. And this isn't every dad, but this is the dad that's like, oh, I'm laid back, I'm cool, dad. And I'm and then the shirt is cool, either dad. like a band t-shirt or a wife beater. Well, I would say not a wife beater, a band t-shirt or like a plain, uh, like just a plain, a plain shirt. shirt, just like a red t-shirt. Yeah, like with no graphics, you know. <laughs> No, you know, style, no, it's not styled in a certain way. It's just a plain, generic t-shirt that, like, your sim would wear in The Sims. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would have, like, a pair of, like, Ray-Bans or Aviators, like... Yeah. Uh, you would either have no or, beard or a goatee. Or a, base, or a baseball cap. Well, yeah, it can be but, either, either or, or all. But there's it. a style of baseball cap that is very much a dad baseball cap, and it's so the mo- more modern style where they're a little more rigid mm-hmm. and like they're kind of in the same vein as snapbacks, but they're not snapbacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That general shape. Those are not dad baseball caps. Dad baseball caps are the ones that like the entire thing is floppy, mm-hmm. other than the brim. You know what I mean? They're, they're lower profile. By the way, I think I just described Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Look at all these pictures. He dresses. And they're not showing his lower half because it would be obvious. But he dresses exactly how I explained Yeah, it. I'm looking at this. Look, idea. plain shirt. Plain shirt. Uh, band shirt. Um, and also, I, I know I've seen him in like cargo shorts. And yeah, well, it's like I'm looking at these pictures of him from the waist up. And I can look at those and go, well, he's definitely wearing cargo shorts and flip-flops. Well, okay, but look at this right here. He looks like a dad. Dad. Yeah. He's got on, like, the aviators, right? Those are aviators. Those are, yeah, those are aviators. And then goatee. See, okay, you either have a goatee or you're clean-shaven, I feel like. You're a dad. You're a dad, yeah. If you have a full beard, there has to be something up with it. Yeah, well, some, sometimes there's the... Uh... 
the five o'clock. Or is that? No, oh yeah, the five o'clock. The really shadow. short beard where they haven't grown yeah. it yet, but they haven't shaved in like a week and a half. Yeah, that that's also. But yeah, Sammy Hagar it just exudes this image of dad. I want to show Tristan. I'm, I'm googling right now. Okay, <laughs> just look at this man, and you know what's hilarious? He's one of like my top dad rock guys. That I consider dad rock. He definitely, I mean, um, yeah, he definitely. And even when he was young, back in the eighties, it was still dad rock. Um, oh my god. Yeah. My dad wears the same like outfit. I mean, I was gonna say he kind of looks like (laughs) Jason a little. I mean, Sammy Hagar. He even has a radio show. Which, if that's not, like, a dad thing for a rock guy to do, is to have a radio show. Have you ever heard his radio show? I haven't, but I've seen his, like, documentary series or whatever, where he, like, talks to different musicians, and he shows them his cool-ass house in Mexico. He's like, oh, I own my own tequila company. I like eating fish and wearing (laughs) flip-flops on the beach. Yeah, yeah, he lives in Mexico, or he at least has a house there. Yeah. Um, Beach Dad. But um, the song that I, I mean, this is the obvious one, but I Can't Drive 55, Mm. that's pure dad rock in its purest form. Creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. Of dad rock. (laughs) Right there. And I'm not going to lie, it's a... It's a cool song, kind of, for that, for what it is. I think it's a pretty good song. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't listen to Sammy Hagar very much. By the way, my dad at least listens to that once a week. So, okay, <laughs> my dad, he's on the grunge page and stuff. He's, like, listening to grunge, and, like, he thinks he's cool for that. And, okay, but... Um, I like your dad. Yeah, yeah, I like my dad, too. I I'm think not he's gonna, a cool guy, but he's your I'm not going to bash my dad. Yeah. He's cool. Uh, he likes cool music. He has good taste for the most part. But he, I know for he at least listens to I Can't Drive 55 like once a week, a couple <laughs> times a week. He'll never say it on Facebook. I think the most dad rock thing he shared on there was probably Def Leppard. Uh, that's the one he's the least. Yeah. Um, well, that's the one he's the most confident in sharing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my my dad, there's. There's a lot of dad rock I associate with him, but there's one that I think it's it's in that category of he won't ever deny liking it, but I think he doesn't listen to it around other people as much as he would say he does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he's listening right now, Dad, I think you listen to Neil Diamond a lot more than you say you do. <laughs> I could totally see your dad <laughs> like drinking wine outside in your backyard. I mean, I know he likes Neil Diamond. He took me to see Neil Diamond in concert when I was a kid. There you go. You know, um, he, when he would drop me off at school when I was in elementary school, he would drop me and my sister off and to try to embarrass us, he would roll down the window and start screaming Sweet Caroline out the <laughs> window at us. But, uh, see, that's just a dad thing. So it's not that he will deny liking Neil Diamond, but um, I, I, think, I think he listens to Neil Diamond probably a lot more than he would let on. Neil Diamond's like the sophisticated dad. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, if Frank he's, Sinatra... He's not going like, to just go wear a t-shirt and he's shorts. He's like if you took Frank Sinatra, but added some dad energy to it. Well, added some dad energy and less that Rat Pack kind of douchebag, like, New England 
yeah. energy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Why do all the, okay, all those guys sound the same, by the way. They act the same, and they sound the same, and they dress the same. The Rat Pack. The Rat Pack, well, there's, there's, during that era in show business, there was a lot more, um, uh, how do you describe it? Um, uh, like, how you should sound. Yeah. Um, so, there was a more of a, uh, a pronounced style of this is well, yeah. how this is how you sound. This is how you dress. All the news guys it, talk the same way. It's that like it's the, tra- the transatlantic transatlantic yeah. accent. And the, what, the way that came about is so you know in British English back at the turn of the twentieth century, um, proper the most proper British English was the Queen's English, the accent that she spoke with mm-hmm. or he at the time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the royal family. Um, and so there was, uh, people would take classes to learn how to speak that way. And it ended up being in America, they kind of, they want, they would try to speak that way and speak proper, like the high, the high ups in society would try to speak that way. But they, uh, you know, it came off as a transatlantic accent. This, this, yeah. Radio accent, and that became the accent of show business for a while, at least. Yeah, um, I'm, I definitely don't know as much about that as I would. I should do more research on that. So I'm sure I got a few things wrong in there. Is this what modern dads are trying to look like now? Let me see this. It's like an advanced version of what I described. It's the same thing, but, but he's but, wearing like a sports coat on top of it. But then you get to his head. And he doesn't look like a dad anymore. It's the new wave of dad. New wave dad. <laughs> but no, he... Take the head off, though, and make him, like, gain about, like, 30 pounds. Dad. Yeah, I can see that. Sophisticated. But, but, you, but you and me both know that, like, the real dad style is never going to go out of uh, fashion because, you know... You and... I've, as, as I have been friends with you, I have noticed you and me both slowly slip more and more into that flip-flops and cargo shorts style. It's comfortable. Um, so we typically wear chacos. We're a little bit more yeah, we're, we're, we're from, civilized. We're from Colorado. Well, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would call it civilized. Which means we're cooler but, than everyone else. Well, you know, Durango's voted one of the worst dressed towns in America. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that's because we kind of dress like dads. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying all dads dress like how I described the dad style, yeah. but... They all dress like Caleb, though. Caleb was definitely doing the dad thing. Caleb he was, was going like hard homeless on dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Durango is pretty much like half... Half of Durango is hippies. Caleb. Well, I guess there's three There's three subcategories in, in Durango of how people dress. There's a third of us are hippies, a third are like, you know, good country boys, <laughs> and a third of us are dad, are like dressed like dads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's the dad style that we, we discussed, but there's also like, you know, when I was growing up, I a, a style that I very much associate with, with my dad is the button-up shirt with slacks, but no tie, you know... Yes. You know, the, the casual work. I should have mentioned that, the button-up shirt. The, um, uh, semi, the semi-formal work attire. 
yeah. something I very much associated with my dad. And a Connecticut casual. Yeah. I, I remember um, <laughs> there was one time, um, so when I was living... That was an office reference for all you <laughs> millennials. <laughs> I don't know why you threw that out That was millennials. a deep cut. I don't know why you threw millennials out there. Millennials are the generation that would have watched no, The Office. We're Generation Y, actually, or something like that. So yeah, but, you know, Office was around, too, when millennials were also... Yeah. yeah. No, because they're so into The Office. That's why oh, I gave I, it to I see. Yeah. I see. I thought you were saying it as in, like, they wouldn't, wouldn't get, get it. it. No. If you don't get it, then you've been living under a rock. No, but I remember uh, there was when I was living with Ivy, she, uh, she convinced me to dye my hair black. So I dyed it black, and we <laughs> thought it was really that. funny because I dyed it. I dyed it black. My dad has like really, really dark brown hair, or in the right lighting, it kind of looks black. Um, and uh, I, I dyed it black, and I was wearing a button-up shirt, and I put on. I have reading glasses, and most I have a couple pairs, and and they're they're like that very hipsterish, like uh, the you know thick rims, larger glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have one pair. And uh, that was my first pair of reading glasses. That was, it's the dad reading glasses. Do you know what I mean? The they're, They've got like a rectangle shape yes. to them. And they're slimmer. Pretty sure my dad owns a pair of those. Yeah. And they're up there on my nightstand right now. I, I still have them. But we were joking how it's like, look like my dad. Because my dad's <laughs> trying to hide the fact that he needs to wear glasses. He will if he has to read something, but I never see him wear them in public. Aren't in front of anyone but like me and my mom and like my sister. So um, you're saying that next time that he's, he's in town, a little self-conscious about. You should give him something to read. Here's to try to get him to wear. Connecticut and our business casual. A lot of dads are like this. These are the more sophisticated dads. That's a sophisticated dad. But anyways, enough with the style. We're kind of going on from yeah, the tangent here. Kind of a huge oh, that's a part of it for sure. We're here to talk about music. Hey, I just did your job for you. Hey, I was just listening. <laughs> I was getting more of a feel of what dad rock is. Well, that helps you understand it, just the, yeah. the culture. You got a little bit of it, yeah. <laughs> dad culture. There's a lot of subtext right here. There's context. Oh, by the way. And... By the way. So what are you drinking tonight, Colton? Obviously, I know, but our listeners know. I am drinking Mississippi Mud. Famous slow group black and tan porter and pilsner beer. Our potential is... 946 milliliters. I just read the entire thing of this beer. Mississippi Mud is... It's... Uh, it comes with a big jug. It's not that It's big. a man's best friend. It's not that big. It's, it's, a, it's a quart. Uh, it comes in a jug, and it's cheap. And it is, like, I don't know, like 8% alcohol. And it's pretty decent. Yeah, it'll do you, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy it. You have a budget. And that's in the dad realm. I would say. Well, this isn't the Durango dad realm, where it's, this is the, yeah. this is the beer that the people in Durango who aren't dads, but dress like dads mm-hmm. drink. It's, it's kind of a, a Durango hipster beer. Well, the beer I'm drinking is very much in the dad realm. Oh, yeah. But it's not a bad, it's not the worst, it's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, it's all for, American. For how cheap it is. Brewed in Golden, Colorado. Coors <laughs> Banquet Beer. And I only get Banquet. Why would you get Light? Light beers are a uh, shit. Are we allowed to cuss? Oh, I already cussed like five times. I cussed like seven times. I've not been paying attention. I mean, I'm trying to stay away from um, the hard. Um. So yeah. So uh, cores or we're trying to stay PG. Light beers in general taste like shit. 
Um, but there are cheap beers that, for a cheap beer, are not bad. I think Coors Banquet is one of them. Bush. Yeah, it's good. Bush. Oh, Bush actually is, like, super shit. Um, natural light. I'm ashamed that Bush. I drink Bush. <laughs> I'm ashamed of that. But, but I do this is the beer my dad, this is my dad's beer. Yeah. If you ask him, what's his favorite beer, I'm very much sure he will say Coors. Oh, yeah. Last time I went drinking with your dad, I remember him ordering a Coors. Every time I've gone drinking with my dad in any situation or setting, he at least has one Coors. Yeah. He starts with a Coors, and I try to show him, like, Skull and, like, some of the crap beers I like, and he thinks those are just bullshit. <laughs> that sounds about right. No, yeah. <laughs> um, my dad, my dad does things are overly expensive and like just taste bad for the sake of tasting bad, but they don't taste bad. Just because, no, they're, especially yeah. if they're cold. Yeah, like I think an IPA. Yeah, I don't like an like IPA shit. when it's warm. I'll still drink it because I'm used to it now. But when I first started drinking IPAs, if it wasn't Ice cold, I'd be like, this is gross. I'll admit, when I first started drinking IPAs, it was like when I was... <laughs> like, why would you drink Middle it? school. But now I understand why you would drink it. So, like, when I first started... My dad my dad is not one of those dads that drinks dad beers. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's cool. Um, <laughs> and he drinks... He likes craft beer, especially IPAs. And when I first started drinking IPAs, like, middle school, it was like my dad would, like, sh- he would get a bomber like a, a local craft beer or a six pack and he would like uh he would give me some mm-hmm. and uh i remember not really liking it very much but pretending i did because my dad gave it to me and i yeah. wanted to you know spend time with that you know yeah also he was giving well, me I'm... also it was the only beer he was willing to give me so i was gonna take whatever the fuck i could get i'm really glad we're not doing a centered episode no offense to the moms of the world and i'm not saying this is all moms but if i was going by the same principle with my mom on beers i would be drinking a Michelob ultra right now michelle why (laughs) because the lower calories now i have i have got my mom into um seltzers first she's like oh these taste like crap but i'm like no but mom if you get it really cold, it's a really nice, refreshing drink. And it only they only have like 100 calories. And no carbs. If you want to do the low-carb thing, seltzer is the way to go. I am I feel way better drinking a seltzer than just a neutered beer. Yeah, that, that's the like, thing. Because it's its own thing. That, I think is the problem with light beers is they're exactly what you said, a neutered beer. They're a beer with half the beer taken out of it. Yeah. And so it's like you're, you're – just drink a fucking seltzer if you're going to drink a light beer. Or just drink, like, a regular light beer, but not one of those, like, extra lights. Michelob like, Michelob Ultra. Ultra. You have the uh, Heineken light one. Uh, oh, God. Heineken's just trash. I remember. Can I, I say that? I hate Heineken. It's trash. It's I'm just saying this. We can never ask them for a corporate sponsorship now. I don't want their sponsorship. I don't want them either. I'll take Coors. I hate Coors. <laughs> We're Coloradans. So I remember when I was when I was in high school. Um, you know, I, I had had I had been drinking beer with my dad, but I hadn't uh, you know expanded my horizons and tried a lot of beers. And I went on a, a trip, a school trip to Italy. 
Oh yeah, I remember the story. And I was, and we went to we went, one night. We went to a nightclub, and one of my friends, Jeff. He won't be listening to this, but Jeff, if you are listening, you have a shit taste in beer. <laughs> so the entire trip, we were on this trip, and I was drinking every chance I got um, mm-hmm. because I could legally. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Um, and uh, we went to this nightclub, and the whole trip, I'm drinking, and Jeff is there, and he keeps telling me that he really thinks I should try Heineken, because it's the best beer. It's his favorite beer. Yeah, and we were in this nightclub, and we had, like, a couple free drink tickets. He got me to use mine on a Heineken, and I was like, this is awful. <laughs> this Nice choice, Tristan. Oh, what are you know. drinking? Hold on, I'll come back. I'll come back. i got to beat the beats. Let him tell a story. I know what he's drinking, but I'll save it. I finished my story. Yeah, you didn't finish that it. That was a story. He made me try a Heineken in Italy. And I, it sucked. Well, maybe we're back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something real quick, and then... And Heineken in Italy? That's yeah. That's weird. Yeah, they have, they have local beers there. You know, one of, one of the best bars I went to. So you mean there. a second German invasion? Second German invasion. They never invaded Italy. They were beta. They were the Axis. They just influenced... Well, they were the access of people. They yeah. were friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I remember one of the, there was a bar that I went to there that was, it was this, uh, it was a bar that was mostly a cocktail bar, um, but they had some beer. Um, and then we went in there with a group of friends. This was like high school. And the bartender was so fucking cool. Because here's a bunch of Americans, high school kids, who go walk into his bar uh, probably on his slow night, <laughs> and you, I could you could tell he was just fucking annoyed. And I was trying when I was there. I was trying to be very like, like, you know, um, just easy orders. Like I just want to order easy stuff, rum and coke type of thing. You know, yeah. when he goes, what type of rum do you want? I'm like, you, know, you can't go wrong. With well, that. and he's like, I I remember because he's also like, what type of rum do you want? And I was like, um, I don't really care. He's like, well, I've got a local one. Try the local one, mm-hmm. um, but I could tell he was just really cool because I could tell he was really fucking annoyed because all of these fucking white high school girls were coming in there and <laughs> trying to order the fucking fancy cocktails and stuff. And he was he just was really annoyed, but he handled he was very nice the whole time handling it. Tristan, what beer are you drinking? I don't call this dad beer. I'm drinking what you would consider. A drunk Tio beer, because my <laughs> my Hispanic heritage. I am drinking a Modelo Negra, Fuffle Lancers, yeah. and it apparently is 5.4% alcohol per volume, and it's imported and brewed in New Mexico. Modelo is one of my favorite uh, Mexican beers. Oh, yes. Um, if I want an easy night, I'm going to go definitely drink a Modelo Especial. I think there's nothing... Like amazing about the Modelo, but compared to like Corona or the other like really common Mexican beers, I think it's a pretty solid one. Real quick, Corona. Corona. Corona got a really bad rap recently just because of coronavirus. Yeah. Their stock actually went down. Yeah. I did. Current news, okay? Coronavirus, yeah, it's a pandemic, okay? But um, yeah. That's so shitty, the Corona. 
By the way, we are social distancing our chairs six feet apart. Yes. Yep. As I scoot over slightly. Um, but yeah, their socks actually went down. There was people, and I don't know if they were joking or trolling, but there had to be some that at least believed it was Corona beer causing coronavirus. And then you had that. some people that thought, oh, if you drink Corona, it will prevent you from getting coronavirus. I remember what, if, what coronavirus was COVID was first one out. That was like one of the memes. It was one of the memes. Yeah. I remember one of my favorite memes that came out of it was the, uh, you know, coronavirus, not from uh, drink Modelo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I even said, I was like, man, I'm glad they didn't name it the Modelo virus, because I like that beer a lot more. Yeah. So, you know, okay. I still really like Corona, though. Corona's, like, nothing against Corona. I just, I Corona's just, the I, PBR of Mexican beers for me. Yeah, and just as far as Mexican beers go, I wouldn't even say the Modelo's really that much better than Corona. I just, for whatever reason, prefer it. Yeah. By the way, my dad thinks PBR is like a hipster beer. No, PBR is a broke college student. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, PBR is not as common in some states. If you go back to yeah, I know, yeah, you you will not find PBR outside of outside a liquor store. And if you Um, go to Oklahoma, you won't find PBR like you'll find it, but. PBR it's is a uh, mid northern beer, yeah. Minnesota type of beer, um, and it's made its way into this region. That's really yeah, good. and it's really Everybody popular in Colorado. Yeah, um, and it's really popular as the cheap shit beer that you have at Punk Rock. But it's beers. not the worst. It's not the worst. I you could go lower than PBR, Matt. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say this. Remember how we're talking about, like, if we were to go based off our mother drinks? Okay. My mom is definitely, I would have my mom's taste in drinks. You've seen this at a bar. Mm-hmm. I will order something fruity and alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, yeah. If we're going to talk about, like, mixed drinks with, like, hard alcohol, for me, my mom drink would be straight tequila and our margaritas, which also have tequila, so tequila. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a, not that my parents didn't drink not drink around their kids with the exception of my, my dad would as I got a little older like middle school and high school would slowly start to drink beer around me yeah that's the same um, with my dad I never noticed him well it's like I grew up in a you know maybe I just my, didn't know my whole extended family is all Mormon and my, my parents uh, yeah. were uh, well, none of us are part of the Mormon church anymore but we uh, I grew up Mormon so my parents hid their drinking yeah yeah as a good Mormon does dude your parents um, <laughs> So I, I don't have a mom drink. Really? Well, I feel I like as from what I got from your mom is just like wine. Right. She, she does like classic wine. mom drink. She does like wine. Uh, she likes certain mixed drinks, but it's the sort of thing where like she's not that she didn't drink, but she was not into drinking until it was like more like we had left the church, Mormon church and it was like suddenly wide open like it's okay to drink now. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does have her drinks. But I've not spent a lot of time drinking with her, other than like wine, because you know. Again, and and even la- last time I did drink, you know, with my parents, it was like Thanksgiving, and I, I made every year for Thanksgiving I make a batch of sangria, and uh, you know it was I it was a little embarrassing actually I made the sangria and I drank all of it and got really drunk. <laughs> Anyways, but, but um, all my drinking tastes come from not my parents, but actually more like from my sister. 
That makes sense with your sister, yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, my <laughs> my not beer drink that I might go to is, like, a whiskey drinker type of thing. I like soda with whiskey. Background for anyone who doesn't know us. Um, Jackson, Colton, and I all live together. But me, but I live with Colton while he lived with his sister. Mm-hmm. Ivy is the typical South, or South Cal, right? SoCal, yeah. SoCal beer snob. Oh, yeah. My sister's the opposite. She likes mixed drinks, and she knows nothing about beer. <laughs> she drinks to get messed up. But, but, I will give Ivy this credit. She did uh, introduce sorry, us sister. to good beers. And? Ivy, Ivy has a good taste in, in alcohol in general. I remember she, uh, she brought back from Scotland. I was about to mention that. She brought back from Scotland some, a couple bottles of nice scotch. Yeah. And for, Tristan, for your birthday... Remember, I slammed she that gave you shit. a shot of pretty nice scotch. I don't know. It was not the nice sir bottle. It was, but it was still, still, you know, nice. I, I think like a hundred dollar yeah. bottle type of thing. And I slammed that bugger. Slammed it, and I remember she was, she was a little annoyed. She was still trying to be like, it's his birthday. He can do what he wants. See though, no one explained to me what it was. They're like, remember yeah. that was my first real introduction to the drink. Yeah, you had not, you had not been into drinking, so your your idea of like when someone gives you a shot and you slam. Um, this was, uh, she gave you a, a little okay. shot You want to finally get into our topic? So back to Dad Rock, or finally <laughs> getting into it. 40 minutes in. <laughs> but, okay. So I was just reading while you guys were going off about scotch and stuff. Um, so apparently, I didn't even know this. I thought it was just a ubiquitous thing that existed since the dawn of time. Well, the dawn of Dead Rock? <laughs> yeah. No, but the dawn of rock, at least. Um, the dawn of rock. <laughs> yeah. That's well, something Tenacious D would say. That's like a Tenacious D album or song. <laughs> By the way, rock. love Tenacious D. I love Jack Black's YouTube stuff. Speaking of Jack Black, Jack Black is a dad rock. He's so dad, and he's so embracing it. Yeah. He's, I, I, but Tenacious awesome. D is not dead rock, though. No, but they Jack Black it, is a dad rock. Yes, dad well, rock. And it's not just because he, well, it's kind of because he's a dad, but just look at him. He's wearing that same he's outfit I described earlier. He's had that sort T-shirt, of cargo pants, flip-flops. Yeah. That's Black. But he'll wear socks with his flip-flops. Oh, yeah. Well, KG will. I know that for sure. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's just for the joke of it, but I'm pretty sure I've seen him wear that just a regular thing. All right, back to the topic. Back to the topic. But, um, <laughs> so, this journalist... He was at a Wilco concert. Wilco! <laughs> Quintessential Dan Rock. Great band. Fan, one of my favorites. I know, yeah, I wrote like a Wilco sounding song, by the way. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Dora Wilco. Jeff Tweedy's my idol. But... Oh, I love Jeff Tweedy, man. Quintessential Just look at him, dad. Yeah, he definitely looks He's like that's dad. like more hipster dad. He is definitely a hipster dad. The nerd dad. Dad, yeah. dad nerd. Wilco is dad rock, but it's kind of um, hipster dad rock. Yeah, Tweedy. and we'll get into that. But, uh, so this journalist, um, his name, Rob Meacham. So in 2007, he accidentally popularized, <laughs> popularized the term dad rock. He used it to insult Wilco's new album. And Which album you might it? know this one. Sky Blue Sky. Oh, that is the most dad rock of he, all the yeah, Wilco albums. He... <laughs> but it is actually... Um, my favorite will go out. Why is that? I haven't personally. It's just super chill. Yeah. 
You have listened to it. Remember when we drove back from Grand Canyon that like album I put on the Oh that was yeah. Sky Sky. yeah, that was nice. It's a it's a super chill album. But it's quintessential death rock. I, I it's all, most of the stuff is dead rock, but that is the most. There's actually have you ever seen the movie Boyhood? Is that the one where they took like twelve years to film it? It is, yeah. So there's a I've seen scene, most of it, but I got bored. There's a scene in it where it's uh, the dad in the car with his That's Stephen Hoff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Sorry, I'm hiccups. He's an American <laughs> Well still yeah. but, I think of him as like American legend, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's a scene where he's in the car with his son and, and uh, they're listening to a song from Sky Blue Sky, mm. and he is just talking to his son about, listen to the song. How great it is, this song. It's so great. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's dead rock. You know what? You guys, you guys talk about dad rock. I can see you guys totally being dad. Like when this next music becomes, becomes considered dad rock, you guys trying to explain to your poor children of why this album rocked. Well, but here's the you, you can make the argument that dad rock is an ever-evolving thing. It is. But it's also the sound. There's a sound of dad rock. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, open chords, that driving drum beat, but not too fast, just, like, at a steady pace. Um, I don't want to get copyrighted, but <laughs> I would play some stuff, but... um. A band that I love. I've personally seen them like three times. Yeah, three times. Or two times. Mm-hmm. Foo Fighters. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Foo Fighters are badass. I adore but Foo Fighters. they are dad rock. They're very dad rock, yeah. And, yeah. and that goes to prove my point that not all dad rock sucks. Because I love the Foo Fighters and my opinion is fact. Not really. But... <laughs> but most people really like the Foo Fighters. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, Dave Grohl's a cool guy, and he kind of looks like the drummer from Nirvana, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's really there's no relation besides that. It's like it's like the singer from Audio Slave. It looks just but, like the singer from Soundgarden. I know. It's crazy. Fucking insane. Like, who is that guy again? <laughs> Eddie Vedder. Yeah, Eddie Vedder. That's going to piss off all of Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Chris Cornell is a badass... And I would never associate with Dad Rock, even though no, Dad's like him. He is a good example of something, even though Dad's, dad's like him. He's like not Dad Rock. Soundgarden's not Dad Rock. Audio not slave. Dad rock. Maybe like one or two Audio Slave songs, maybe. There are songs, maybe, but... Not you know. in general. Yeah, Chris Cornell's a badass. Not. Rest in peace. That's We're actually not. a good That's a good thing to bring up, is you know, just because you associate with your dad does not mean it's Dad Rock. It might be dead rock to you, yeah, but, but to anyone but else. It doesn't, like, but when you think about it, it doesn't. So, but yeah, you know, when you get into it, it's like, you know, like one band that I associate with my dad that he listened to when I was growing up. Uh, it was he. It was they're from the same town as him. Um, you know, they they were like the local band to him, but they're definitely not dad rock. Even though I associate with my dad is Black Flag. Oh yeah, that, they're yeah. most definitely not dad rock. No, but I associate Black Flag with my dad. Yeah. Yeah, and I had bands like that that I had to kind of think about distinct from Dad Rock, you know? Yeah. Um, but then there's a lot of them my dad likes that are definitely Dad Rock. Um, but Foo Fighters. Think of a Foo Fighters song. Just name one. He was just singing My Hero. Yep. 
dad rock as hell. <laughs> Super dad rock. Go listen to it. I don't want to risk playing it. I, we'll get it. We'll learn about that later. Yeah. But you listen to it. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. And Great song. And you know, but so dad rock. It's got the open chords. That, that it's got song, kind of that macho ness, but not too much. That song also just opens the doors for dad jokes as well. Which I've pulled this joke at work before. Right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> there goes my hero. And I go, you know, this song was written about me. <laughs> <laughs> Name another Foo Fighters song. Um, uh, Monkey Wrench. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, we cannot play clips of the song. We can talk about it, but we cannot play yeah, it. No, no, no. I thought it. I thought there was like a loophole there, but I don't want to mess with it. I'm reading it right now. Um, yeah. Because they can still sue you. We get. We have to get permission from. Well, not the sue you, but they can still claim you. Yeah, um, you have to pay the royalties still. Um, I think if you play under 30 seconds, you can get away with it. But yeah, let's just not let's not test that when yeah. we're starting. Yeah, we don't need it. <laughs> But just, we'll put them in the link in the description. We'll, like, put, in, we'll put in links, and how about this? If you, if, you, if everyone really wants to hear song clips, I will record myself singing them. Okay. Because <laughs> that's an that's that. accurate representation of the song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Foo Fighters, man. I would say they really started getting into the dad rock, and that's at the same time they got really big. With the color and the shape. Uh-huh. With, um... Uh, what's the one where he has the tattoo on the back of his neck? It's like, he cut his hair. I know the album cover. I don't remember what it's called. I know the cover, but that whole album's Dad Rock. I would say the first Foo Fighters album, when it was just Dave Grohl, it was a lot of songs he wrote while touring with Nirvana. They're, and they're a little bit less Dad Rock. They're a little they're more... more post-grunge. A little more post-grunge. But post-grunge, a lot of that yeah. is Dad Rock. It's, yeah, I guess. But so. I wouldn't say the songs on the first album are Dad Rock. But there's some like post-grunge bands that I would not describe at all. Like um, Cage the Elephant. I would describe as kind of well, post-grunge, but they're... They're def- post-grunge, but they... They're definitely not Dad their Rock. Own... Yeah. Yeah. Um... But, but yeah, Foo Fighters, they're an awesome band that just happens to be dad rock. You can argue with me all day. You're never going to convince me that they're not dad rock. They're definitely dad rock. <laughs> what band do you think is, like, definitely dad rock? Rush. Hey. <laughs> okay. But do you disagree? Well, I think Rush fits more in the uncle category. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Because yeah. it's too prog. It's too... Now, yeah. early Rush, maybe? Yeah, I mean... Working Man, that's Working dead. Man is pretty dead, right? But, like, Moving Pictures... Um, yeah. La Villa... Um, Hemispheres, all that stuff is definitely not dad rock. A lot of dads might like it. Now, maybe it's a Canadian dad rock thing, but we're not Canadians. Yeah, we're Americans. Okay? We it's America. Under- we don't understand you Canadian dads. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what, what they're saying. Like. I mean, I've watched Letterkenny... <laughs> I assume that's what you're all like up but there in Canada. No, Rush, they fit into the kind of, maybe not exactly weird. Well, yeah, I would say they kind of fit into that weird uncle category. Yeah. You don't know if he's gotten skeletons in his closet, but he kind of creeps you out, but he's also kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the weird uncle category, 
and one of the bands that I definitely think it's it can be dad rock, but it's in that subcategory of Weird Uncle, mm-hmm. Jeffro Toll. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Listen to Octopus. That that makes me think my uncle. All my uncles simultaneously when I listen to that. <laughs> I have a lot of uncles. Jeffro Toll. I know they all like that. Except for, I have one uncle, which I will not name names because they'll probably get offended by it, but he thinks he's so cool. Yeah. And he's a cool guy, but his thing with music is, if it's popular, it's he not, thinks it's bullshit. Yeah. He doesn't like it. Well, he, he might like it, but he, he always tries to seek out the underground stuff, and that's cool. I like underground indie stuff, but... Just because something's popular doesn't necessarily mean it sucks. Yeah. He kind of has that attitude. Um, but he's the uncle. He would think Jeff Rotol's bullshit, but he would be the guy that likes R.E.M., maybe. And speaking of R.E.M., very dad rock. Very dad rock. But I feel R.E.M. also fits a little bit into the mom rock category. Well, they kind of bridge that gap. Yeah, like, yeah bridge. Um, yeah. Why don't you explain what mom rock is real quick? So mom rock is like dad rock, but it's for moms. <laughs> what makes it different, though? Is it more feminine? Is it less macho? More... No, it's, it's, it's not that it's more feminine or less macho, because there's dad rock that's not macho. And there's definitely that's true. mom rock that's not feminine. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't think the macho-ness or the feminine is... It's, just, it's, it's something... Hard. I think I know what it is. Yeah. It's... You can dance to it. That's typically what... I think sometimes that is the and case. And I'm not trying to um, say this is all women or anything. Please don't <laughs> attack me. But most women like shit they can dance to. It's, I think often you can dance to it a little bit more. Um, I associate where dad rock stems from classic rock. Stems from classic rock and evolved from but there. But it's not all but it's not all classic rock, but, but it, it stems. But it stems and evolves. Well, it's that from, whole era in the '80s, where okay, in the '70s you had Led Zeppelin, you had um, <laughs> help me, <laughs> you had Led Zeppelin, you had the Who, they were around. Yeah. You had. <laughs> <laughs> They're still around. They came with a new album yeah. last year. You had the Rolling Stones. You had some of the early Kiss stuff. You had um, Leonard Skinner, which is. Mm-hmm. They're pretty dead rock. Yeah, they're pretty dead rock. Yeah. But you, you have all these classic rock bands. Yeah. So um, I, I, but here's what happened in the 80s. Correct me wrong if I'm wrong because I didn't live in the 80s. <laughs> I barely lived in the 90s. So. But in the 80s, they took that classic rock sound and like hyper-focused on it, exploited it, and turned it in to like that kind of hair metal stuff that like... Yeah, Sammy Hagar, the you know stuff like it's that. The, dad rock, dad rock originated from the people who were trying to exploit the classic rock sound. It's the classic and rock, and then that sound evolved into yes. all these sorts of little subgenres like Wilco and you know all these other and Foo Fighters and all these bands. Um, Mom rock. Here's my theory: Mom rock. It stems from new wave. Yes. I, one of the bands I really think of, like one of the first mom rock, uh, there's a couple, but you have the police. I would say they're the mom police rock. are pretty mom rock. They're um, well, they kind of bridge a gap. They have some dad rock pretty, stuff. You know, but, my my quintessential mom rock band is U two. 
that same era. Same era. Mid to late 80s. Like, They're not New Wave, but they you can pretend they kind of stemmed a little bit from... Well, I think they were early 80s, too. They started yeah, early. But, yeah. you know, U2, they're not New Wave, but they kind of stemmed from a little bit of that sound that was pioneered by New Wave. Well, sense. definitely. Yeah. Um, U2 is, like, I think, one essential mob rock. And U2, they had some cool stuff. Um, Joshua Tree, for instance. Joshua Tree, I have that album, I can see it right now, you can see it, it's the first album on my stack now. And, you know, it's funny, it's a great album, but my mom, way more than my dad, thinks that's an amazing album. My mom, um, has a crush on Bono. (laughs) See, my mom's an Edge guy. I mean, girl. (laughs) The Edge is pretty cool, but you know what's a cooler, you know, the Edge. she likes Bono too. The Edge is cool, but you know who has a cooler nickname than the Edge? Who's that? Sting. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, although I do like the Edge a lot. He's a, he's a cool guitarist. But yeah, you too. That's definitely Mom Rock. Uh, talking Heads. Talking Heads. Are I love of, the yeah. Talking Heads, and I wouldn't say all their stuff is Mom Rock. Not all of it, but some of it. But. <laughs> especially. <laughs> listen to. Um, not their like late seventies stuff, but if you get into the like early to mid eighties, that's when they really transferred to their mom rock era. Yeah, I would say. Here's a here's a band that it's probably I do associate with my mom because she listens to them a lot. She's a big fan, but I would say kind of goes into the mom rock category, and this might be unpopular because a lot of people love them. It's the Violet Femmes. I can see that. They're pretty... They, they're not like quintessential mom rock, but they verge into that a little bit. Yeah. You know, especially with songs like Please Don't it's, Go. It's so weird because even with mom rock, it's really hard to explain what makes it mom rock. You yeah. can try to pick out things, but you just know it when you It's sort it. of like the... It's, it's the same of, thing with dad rock. You know it when you hear mom it. Mom rock, the best way to describe it is like... Mom Rock is the um, imagine of Lord of the Rings. Where, like, <laughs> the, the how are you getting Lord of the Rings in this? <laughs> I love how you did this. <laughs> hear me out. Are we so, gonna start talking about Lord of the Rings? Hear, hear me like, out. Five hear, minutes. Hear me out. So the elves were created by Aralovatar. I well, think everyone was so. except for except for the dwarves. Well, yeah. So the elves except were created by Aralovatar, but then Morgoth came along and, com- and corrupted the elves, turned them into orcs. Well, yeah, and that's Dad Rock and Mom Rock. He is, twisted. Is, it was Dad Rock was created by Aralumatar. Wait, whoa! <laughs> Morgoth came around and you, and you think Mom Rock is the corruption, the twisting of Dad Rock? Well, Dad Rock's been around longer, I think. So <laughs> Dad Rock was part of. Every I don't mean to imply that Aralumatar's plan. <laughs> I, don't mean, I don't mean to imply that Mom Rock. The great Aralumatar, our true god. <laughs> but um. And then the dwarves, what? Are they like uncle? Yeah. <laughs> because the dwarves were created separately by Allo? Oh, what's the name? I don't remember. It was the blacksmith god. Like, yeah. Um, the... I think it was like Allo or... Blacksmith Maiar Paller. He created the dwarves in secret. This is the part of the podcast where you realize we're actually just really thick fucking nerds. Well, we're going to get into nerdy topics in the future. Um, that is a, a sneak peek. Yeah, uh, we could talk about Lord of the Rings for three hours if we wanted to, but um, yeah, I can. Yeah, so you have Dab Rock, and then moms have to make it their thing too. 
But it's not the moms doing it, but it's that natural evolution. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, and, and not the, the evolution of the music itself, but the evolution of what we think of as mom rock. Yeah. When, when, when there is a dad rock, we automatically assume there's a mom rock. And there is. So, yeah, I have some band. I have a few. Well, I have a lot of bands listed on here. Um, so, yeah, Wilco, Sammy Hagar, Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. But Bon Jovi is, like, the most dad rock that I hate. It's, like, the cheesy I don't like Bon Jovi. I prefer... Van I can Halen. even get behind Sammy Hagar a little bit. Sammy Hagar can be fun. Yeah. Um, I prefer Van Halen far more than Bon Jovi, and they're kind of the similar... Van Halen genre. is very dad rock, but it's so awesome. But it's, well, it's too cool to be dad rock. I would say a lot of their 80s stuff... I, I have a lot of their stuff to have rock. In my a lot opinion. of it is. Especially yeah. when Sammy Hagar started singing for them. Oh, yeah. He inserted that dadness. Um, dadness. The <laughs> dad Sammy, energy. Sammy Hagar. That dad, he's always had that dad energy. He's always had. Sammy Hagar, if you're listening. Which you're not. But if you are. But if it's. <laughs> if you happen to be listening, we love you. You're an American legend. That's you're a national treasure. <laughs> if you die, we need to keep your head frozen until we have the technology to bring you back into a robot. Okay? You probably already have that plan. You're a millionaire. Multi-millionaire. You're loaded in tequila. Hand me a course. I will hand you a course. Yeah. And course, um, we love you. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> please. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, please. Mean we will yeah. exclusively drink Coors? Question mark. <laughs> Coors, me drink money you give. Money you want, money now. Yes. Drink Coors, you will. <clears throat> Nerds. <laughs> but uh, the next band. So I won't list all of these, but another one I want to know that we haven't really talked about or at all. But it's in this category in which I also consider Wilco in this category. Nerd slash hipster dad rock. Yeah. And R.E.M. At first glance, you'd be like, R.E.M.'s too, like, Yeah, we mentioned, we mentioned them as... Indie. Well, we mentioned but them as possibly converging into mom rock. It's almost mom but rock. But what makes them but also dad rock? Well, listen to any of the big R.E.M. songs. This one goes out to the one I love. I listened to that today, actually. This one goes out to the one I left behind. <laughs> and then you have losing my religion. Yeah, with the mandolin. Mandolin. That is a very dad rock dad thing to throw a mandolin into a rock song. <laughs> I, by the way, REM, I love them. Oh, yeah. I love um freaking what's the album? Uh, there's a couple albums that I'm like, man, these are really awesome albums. Uh, you have the like bright and shiny one. What is it called? With the yellow like emblem. I don't remember what it's called. That's I don't like, remember what most of the albums are called. I can't remember um, what they're called, but, but they um, have a couple albums. I'm like, man, I can get behind that. I I know the album. If I'm in covers, that group, I don't remember what they're called. But Aryan. You would think this is the most undad rock thing, but when you listen to it, they're pretty dad it's rock. pretty yeah. dad rock. And I've looked at a lot of dad rock playlists just to kind of see what other people think about it. 
R.E.M. is in every single one of them. Oh, wow. R.E.M., Wilco, Billy Joel, also mm -hmm. Dad Rock, the, and Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jam is the most Dad Rock of Pearl the Pearl Jam is the Dad Grunge band. Yeah. Period. They're actually also... Even if you... They're... And this... Even me and my dad were talking about this. Um, <laughs> a lot of dad stuff going on right now. But... <laughs> and I like what he said. And I pretty much agree with him. Okay, so you have... Nirvana is basically a punk band. That just sounded Most, different. Yeah. Like, that's what they thought themselves... That's like they're a punch much, band. They're pretty much a punk band. Yeah. yeah. Um, a punk they, band they, with like a slight like metal edge to it. Nirvana could have come out 10 years later and just been considered a punk band. Yeah, if they didn't come out, if they came out in the 80s, it, 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 was, it was just the, the win and where they came yeah. out of was also the grunge. They were pretty much a punk band. Yeah. They just sounded different from other punk bands, but it could have been the new punk. That's what they said. And then you have... Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. So Soundgarden was pretty much a metal band. That's what they were trying to be in the late 80s. Yeah. But what made them grunge, and I think Soundgarden, and maybe throw Alice in Chains in there too. I'm not just saying that because I'm a big fan. But Soundgarden, what they were trying to do is take metal, but then put like Beatles into it, put folk into it. Put, oh, I could see that. They were trying to do Black Sabbath, but what if it was like the Beatles? Yeah. That like Allison changed and Nirvana said they were kind of trying to do that, but they were just still punk. Yeah. Allison Chains, they're a little more metal. They're way, they're even more metal in Soundgarden, but they're like alternative metal. Yeah, they did different things instead of having a lot of screaming and yelling. And I'm not saying all metal was doing that, but they were like, okay, we have really good, cool harmonies. Let's do that. Let's focus on that. Yeah. Um, they were actually a hair metal band at first. Alice, <laughs> the letter capital N, Chains. That's what they were at first. Wow. Um, but, <laughs> but they're basically, I consider them metal. Um, yeah. Like alternative metal, or you could even just say metal. Um, but then, so all these guys were taking aspects from bands they really like. They're influenced. Everyone does. Right. Um, but then you have Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, you maybe you won't agree with me on this. They are the Rolling Stones of grunge. Explain. I will explain. Exactly. They have, they basically emulate that classic rock sound, especially their early albums. Listen to Ten. It's basically classic rock. Like when I started listening to Pearl Jam, like or even before I knew they were a thing. We would be playing Guitar Hero, Pearl Jam, like even Flow would be playing. We'd be playing that. And I'd be like, oh, is this like from the 70s? Yeah. They have that classic rock sound. And that. the reason why I say Rolling Stones is not only they have that classic rock sound, but they've always been together the whole entire time. They have not broken up or anything. Huh? You have Eddie Vedder, you have Stone Gossard, you have Mike McCready, you have... Well, the Stones have gone through a lot of members. Well, yeah, but and so has Pearl Jam, too, with, like, the drummers, and... But they have that core group. Yeah. Like, when you think of Stones, you think of Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, Richards. Richards. Um, 
The bassist with the big nose. Yeah, I forget his name. But I, it's I that same really type bad. of thing. I can't remember her name. I have a Rolling Stones fucking tattoo. I should know the bassist's <laughs> name. But I can never remember it. See, you should know all the band members' names by heart before you get a tattoo. See, the Stones, though, they've gone through <laughs> they've gone through guitarists, though, because they've always had two guitarists. Oh, yeah. Um, with Brian Jones. And that's the difference with Pearl Jam and the Stones, that Pearl Jam has been the same people, pretty yeah. much, besides the drummer. They've had a lot of drummers. But um, I think their current one is... Um, oh, I know everyone listens. If anyone's listening, I know they know this, because it's really known. Matt Smith? Or no? That's Doctor Who. Yeah, that's... <laughs> he drums for Pearl Jam on the side. It's also my uncle. He drums for Pearl Jam on the side. Your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the same people. They're Matt the same Smith person. It's not a common thing. Conspiracy theory. The Reptoids took over Matt Smith's. Matt Smith is definitely not a, such a common name. <laughs> that... <laughs> Let me look it up, dude. I have to get this right. Yeah. But, yeah, they've had a lot of different drummers... But they have that classic rock sound, but it's not, but as they've gone on and evolved as a band, they are pure dead rock. But even back then, they have that classic rock sound, but it's like an emulation of it. It's like, I can, I know what you're talking about. Let's take, okay, what makes a song, what makes a song classic rock? You have a cool guitar riff. You have awesome solos. And you have, and every classic rock band, they have a guy, they don't all have the same voice, but they have a unique, strong voice. And who has that? Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder has a... He has a very unique voice, and he has a powerful voice, and he's awesome, but they are dad rock. They are super dad rock. Um, And their newest album, so their recent album, I believe it was called Megaton. I think so, yeah. But it's fine. Well, I thought it was decent. It's okay, in my opinion. I mean, honestly, compared to most of their other albums, it's kind of crap. <laughs> um, it has cool songs, and it has a very dad rock song on it. Well, it has <laughs> a few dad rock sound- songs on it, but um, Super Blood Wolfman, that one's very dad rock, because that one's kind of emulating, like, kind of punk, but not. Yeah. It does that. But they have this other song. They have these songs that are like trying to be like more like intellectual, hipster. Okay. And they suck. It's like, just do what you do good, okay? There's yeah. a song, I don't even know, I don't know who wrote it. I don't think it was Eddie Vedder because he usually writes pretty good songs. Like, I love his ukulele album. His ukulele album is really um, good. But there's a song called Buckle Up. I don't know if you listen to the album in its entirety. No. I don't know if you would recognize that song. Maybe you just skipped it as soon as you heard it. Because it is crap. It is. <laughs> well, all art, all music, anything can be art if it's presented that way. And if anyone finds enjoyment in it, awesome. But they have this song called Buckle Up. And it's this, it's a very dad rock type of thing where it's trying to be more than what it should be. Yeah. But it is crap. It is Ooh. one of the worst songs I've ever heard <laughs> in recent memory. It's trying to do like this weird time signature. I believe it's doing like five apes or something like that. 
it's something weird. You're saying it's like you felt that way about that song, about how I felt about the new Hellboy movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard that's crap. Just like, wow, this is bad. I heard it's like... Like, why did they even release that? It was pretty bad. Matt Cameron, so I got the Matt part right. Matt, Matt Cameron, Cameron, he's a great drummer, but on that song, he sounds like shit. <laughs> and I well, don't know like, if it's because... It's it's like trying to do those weird timing, but not... Well, okay, right. imagine, okay, you're drumming, I start doing a weird time signature, and you, at first, maybe for a little bit, you try to, like, do that. Yeah. Play off of that, but then you just go to a regular 4-4 beat. Well, there, there, there's... That's what happens with the song. There's an example of a type of um, drum beat. So it's trying to be like kind of like R.E.M.-ish. There's an example of a type of drum beat, and it's used in hip-hop sometimes, that is really easy to fuck up if you don't do it right. Yeah. And it's... It's um, basically like what it sounds like, and it sounds like you're slightly drunk. So it sounds like you're slightly off. That slightly loose, like... Yeah, you know, um... Sounds like you're slightly off and loose. Um... So you can... You can tackle it several ways. You can tackle it in the way of you actually figure out... Um... How to offset... Your... Your, your snare and your kick drum. Mm-hmm. Um... Or you can tackle it in a way... So it sounds like a 4-4 four, four beat, but what they're actually playing is like a... Um, a 5-4 so they're doing all, uh, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And they're hitting the uh, bass drum and the snare on the ones. So they're going 1, 2, 3, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and on the snare on that. And when you play it like that, it sounds like a 4-4 four, four beat. Mm. And well, that's not that's not, it, that's well, not, that's that's not what they're doing, but, but I can see... So that's not what they're doing, but the, the the issue with it, and I can see the issue with a song like this as well, is when you do that, any type of beat like that, it's an off beat. It, it is off time, but what makes it sound not shit is that you are consistent. Oh. Yeah, it's already bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Wait, wait for the drums though. It gets worse. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I can see what. <laughs> so, so what? I, He's literally it kind, of, it kind of goes with what I was saying. Is there? If you're doing a, a beat that's slightly off from your normal beat, it's okay if you make it consistent. Yeah. It's not necessarily the exact timing of your beat that makes it sound good. It's the consistency of your beat. So in these, you know, these lo-fi hip-hop beats, they're, they're slightly off on their snare and their bass from their hi-hat. But they are consistent through on how much they're off throughout the entire song, which makes it sound not off time. Mm-hmm. That guy's not doing that. No, he's just off. Well, he was <laughs> just like, I'm gonna play this beat 
It's like they were, they recorded like in a different place. Like, yeah, it, it, it's just bad. <laughs> Tristan's over here playing Kotor on his phone. <laughs> so I'm looking at this list here, and we'll get into it later. But oh, go, go, hold on. Go up to the World Cup web. AM is one of their least dad side or dad dad rock albums. Well, this list I'm looking at is Nick Offerman's list. Nick Offerman. Ooh. Yes, my five favorite dad rock songs. I love Nick Offerman. So maybe he's just I trying trust, to put I, out some. I trust him. Just in general. So he says, and I quote, "Passenger side." Oh God. Yeah. That's that drunk song I play. He says, I'll limit myself to two Wilco songs, and I'll go for early ones, since that's when we dads got turned on to Wilco. Turned on. <laughs> <laughs> when I picked up being there, of all the records that have come out, that was the one that made me say, how can he see inside me so clearly? Jeff Tweedy, you sweet bastard. I actually told him this 20 years later when he showed up in an episode of Parks and Rec. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he was in that. He called him a sweet bastard. Hands of Horses. My dad doesn't really like them, but he has a friend that is obsessed with Band of Horses. I'm not super familiar with them. From what I've heard, they're very dad rock. We'll have to listen to them. Pink Floyd, okay. They have a couple dad rockish songs. They have dad rockish songs, especially the David Gilmore stuff. Yeah, I would not But they are not dad rock. I would not try to say that. And I wouldn't even say that they're Weird Uncle. Maybe no, some of their albums. I don't think they generally fit in any of those guys. They're just an awesome band. Like, just, get over it. They're just classic um, rock. They're just Pink Floyd. Well, they're not classic rock, though. They're progressive. They're, they, I think they kind of fit into the classic rock. Well, you can roll them into that, but you can roll a lot of stuff into classic rock. Yeah. Um, I think those are just songs he likes, mostly. I don't think he really gets it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Offerman is like a dad. So yeah, exactly. And they want to, yeah. Any song he <laughs> likes, you know, he's allowed to declare as dad rock. Well, yeah, it's Nick Offerman we're talking about. He could declare those things. Yeah. Um, I love how every webpage you bring up is like up. Jeff Tweedy. Jeff Tweedy <laughs> is like the face of dad rock. Look at him. Him and Sammy Hagar, he's basically like a nerdy Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Pretty much. Look at him. Jeff Tweedy, if you're listening, <laughs> which you're probably not, but if you are, you are a nerdy Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Officially. Officially. We've declared it. <laughs> oh, man. And our opinion matters. So... <laughs> But R.E.M., let's get back all the way to that. Back to R.E.M. So, you would think, how could this be dad rock? It should be, it's too indie, it's, well, it's not indie because they're huge, but they have that sound. But You know what I think it is? I think it's the singer. Michael Sipe? His voice. Oh, yeah. He... Yeah, I mean, there's other aspects of it that make it kind of dad rockish, mm-hmm. like the mandolin. Uh, the mandolin, is, that you know, rolling kind of drumline. The rolling drumline. But bass. But yeah, the the singer, his voice. 
just really, I think that's what really gave it the dad rock. Yeah. Aspect. A lot of times that's all it takes. Yeah. Um, but I've been listening to them and even watching their videos. Okay. Michael Scythe is gay, right? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure he is. Either way, it doesn't really matter. But if he is, that's awesome that it is dad rock, that dads love it because they're not discriminating against that. <laughs> but you would no think really. you would think that dads would want to stay away from that. Anything that would lower their like macho-ness, their masculinity. But it's look it up though. It's very dad rock. But yeah. And Michael Slide, he has that dad energy. But it's that, like, nerdy, like, intellectual dad. Yeah, it's... It's the... Actually... Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember my mom told, told me that she saw Aryan, um I've heard you've had an experience of Aryan. Yeah. I, <laughs> I saw them live. I was very young. How are they? Not that good. Yeah, they kind of heard. Yeah, they they, they talk a lot. They're very political, but not in the cool punk rock way. They're political in the rant about Obama type of way. They are pro-Obama. Rant about why you should vote for Obama. But it's just like too much. It's like, I just... Bill! Do you think, do you think... Play the Seinfeld music in post. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Do it. Okay. Alright, Bill oh. is here. So, Bill, why don't you introduce yourself for our listeners here? Hello, everyone. This is Bill. Formerly known as Bill, and in the future I'll be known as Bill. <laughs> you, should, you should start going as Bill, formerly known as Bill. So what are you up to? <laughs> Except for, for Caleb. He calls me Dave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Amongst other things. <laughs> you know, I almost ate one of your pot pies today. <laughs> you know, that would have been okay. I didn't know. I didn't know if you were coming this weekend. Like, I thought. I was like, he probably bought those so, for a specific reason. So, for, for context, Bill is our bestest of best friends. Yes. He just enters um, the house without being shot. He, he I'm is, a stowaway. He is the Kramer of our uh, life. Good. Uh, he shows up and everyone's just like, eh, it's him. It's happy. We're happy he's here. Um, and... Bill, today on um, this podcast, we are talking about dad rock. Dad rock? Dad rock. So any music you like. And we figure you you, you, you might have some good... Well, dad rock. Thoughts. Dad music. Dad no, music. Dad music. Because, well, you, you know, when you hear the term dad rock, you think of a sound. You think of a genre. You think of well, it certain depends, specific depends on the bands. Dad. Well, it depends on the band, but... But anything that will annoy the kids is considered appropriate. Well, that can ah, be part of it, yes. yes. Yeah, that's a... Cr- but it's also, you but, listen to it, and you're like, this is dad music. This is... Well, I'll be honest with you. I think my dad music is the kind of stuff that I actually use to annoy my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I just carried it through into adult life. So. <laughs> Rebellious. Well, my, my, I, I was told today that uh, I should name myself... Um, Rebel. By my mom, actually. Should have been named Rebel. I'm like, that was your choice. It would have been more fitting. What a cool name. Yeah. Well, what's funny... Dan, Dave Rebel. <laughs> I saw you doing the Billy Idol cover. 
Oh, that was fun. Rebel Yell. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And you had the like American flag bandana and stuff. You looked like Billy Idol. <laughs> what I think of, at least. Correct me if I'm wrong, Billy Idol is very dad rock. He is very dad rock. In my opinion. Wrong. Yeah. He kind of fits into that. Yeah. He fits into that category. Like, but but on, but on a different on a different level than we've been talking about. He's a different type of dad rock. Well, yeah, it's kind of, so you okay. Real quick, as a dad, let's just what's your favorite music right now, or what has been your favorite? Oh music? God, right now, um, I I really been liking punk. The new stuff. Yeah. And um, what do you think? I I don't know. I'm kind Why don't of. Don't you I'm, pop a seat I'm right kind of, here? Yeah, you can be in front of the light so we can right. hear you We're better. Some whiskey. Yeah, we got rum. We got cores. We got all the. Have some whiskey. We got everything. Well, no. Let me think. I I'm, I'm putting on some Billy Idol. I added to my list this week. Um. Actually, my spectrum is not even rock. It's just all across the board because I put in some Chet Atkins this week. Ooh, put in some, uh, well, that that, um, that reminds Chet Atkins reminds me of a whole type of dad rock. That well, that we is, keep on saying dad rock, and that's kind of a general broad term. Yeah, well, well, rock is a broad term. Well, well, yeah, dad is not. But what? <laughs> but if you want to talk about dad rock, but let me show you. There, there's a there's I can show I can think of um, Sammy Hagar. Okay. Oh, yeah. We were talking about him earlier. How he, well, his music is definitely dad rock, but he is. Look at him. He's dressed exactly what you would think of a dad. Okay, but if you really want to classify dad rock, how about you take these rock stars <laughs> and compare their music from before they were dads to after they no, were dads? No, wait, that was more interesting. Yes, Sammy Hagar. Oh, very interesting. Because yeah. all of them Even changed when, slightly. Well, he definitely dresses and looks like a dad now. But if you go back to the '80s stuff, his music was definitely like associated with dads. Yeah. Like I can't That's drive true. 55. That's, That's such true. a dad thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but when he, how old was he when he joined Van Halen? That's he a good already, question. Already, he was, he was in already, his 30s. Yeah, he at was least. already um, dad, dad age. He might have already been a dad at that point. Um, yeah. Let me just look at his wiki, dude. Um. And and. Which dad are we talking about? Because there's like, I mean, you got country well, rock. Well, it's, well we've been talking about that. There's, there, there's, a, there's an aspect of dad, dad rock to an extent is um, and subjective. Dad. It is completely subjective of what you associate with your dad or as a dad when you listen to him. But well, um, there, there's, there's also just a general sound that just. Yeah, no, I kind of feel that too. Dad. Kind of a crunchy, dirty, grungy. So he joined Van Halen in '85. Kind of a feel. So he was like, so he's born in '47, so he was about 32, 33 years old in '85. Okay. So he was he's, young, he's but in that age. older like dad range. He's over thirty, so yeah. he's not a kid. <laughs> yeah, he definitely <laughs> wasn't a kid. Um, but yeah, if you listen to any of his, especially his solo stuff, more than anything, oh yeah, it really makes you think of dad rock. Um, Another, um, we were also talking about, so yeah, mom rock. Mm -hmm. I would know nothing about that because (laughs) my mom knows nothing about rock. (laughs) Well, your mom's in that. We're talking more 
our generation moms. Um, okay, all right. Yeah. Generation, I guess our moms would be Generation X? I don't know. X. Bill's generation. I don't keep a track. I think you're an X. Oh, I'm totally the X. Yeah. Um, He's the X. Because Mom Rock didn't become a thing. (laughs) Mom Rock did not exist until Dad Rock, and like a few years after Dad Rock existed. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because it's like the split of Dad Rock. Um, So, um, Colton, who do you think is the most Mom Rock band out there? You two! So U2. U2 is super I don't know, Maroon 5. That, Maroon 5 you can is get into that. Mom yes, yeah. they are very mom yeah. We haven't even talked about modern bands really yet. That's true, yeah. Um, another one that I think is very mom rock, and I... Madonna was mom rock. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's not just because Cindy she's Lopper. a girl, but that's part of it. Oh, no, because <laughs> she just rocked. Well, she rocked and mom's yeah. like... Madonna's awesome. Uh, Madonna. You know another one that I really love that it's definitely mom rock and maybe a little some of their songs are dad rock but Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood yeah. Mac, yeah. That yeah. Well, there, there's Every a whole there's a whole genre of music that like it verges onto the rock where it's you you wouldn't necessarily consider rock but it's definitely dad or mom music. Mm-hmm. So like thinking of dad music but that's not dad rock. I think Grateful Dead, The Flying Burrito Brothers. Hank Williams. Yeah. He's, these are dad. Hank Williams, music. I more associate with my grandpa. But yeah. yeah. But they're dad music, but they're not dad rock. No. Yeah. yeah. But if we wanted to talk about mom rock, um, more modern ones like Maroon 5, I have another one to throw in The Killers. I was about to say mm-hmm. that. Killers. Um, in fact, they started out chili not. Peppers. Chili peppers. Yeah, chili peppers. Oh my god. Kind of yeah. <laughs> They cross, they cross the Are we just gonna grab? They're, they're both a mom and a dad. Rock oh, they're sad. so dad, but they're also yeah. They're just like parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Red hot chili. Yeah, and all the moms love Anthony Kiedis. You know he. Well, I don't oh. want to get into it, but he kind of sucks. Next episode we'll spend. We'll spend a whole. <laughs> next well, episode we'll just spend a whole episode just shitting on Anthony. <laughs> oh, that could be a whole. That could be three hours uh, right there, dude. Hopefully, <laughs> and Chad Smith though. No. And you know John Frusciante is joining the band again. I heard about that. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I. I mean, I don't know what happened with the other guitarist. I guess he stepped down. I don't I know. Was, he was pretty cool, though. Yeah, he was cool. I liked his stuff that he was doing. He was the only guy that wore a t-shirt, so I appreciated that. He was the only guy that wore clothes. Yeah. <laughs> None of them wore clothes except for that little thing around the bottom middle. It's a sock. It's a sock. I knew what it was. I just didn't think of it. <laughs> trying to have, forget the but, memories. <laughs> uh, but getting back to the killers, I feel like, well, they've always kind of been mom rock, but they're really mom rock now. If you listen to... Their most recent hit that I know of is um, the Are We Human? Yeah, I was I was thinking of that or exact one. That whole album, which is a good album, I think. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Killers fan. They're cool. Um, but that whole album was the start of their mom rock. Or at least the peak of it. Yeah. Because they always kind of... Because I guess, I guess the album... And that's funny because my mom's always loved the Killers. So yeah, because I guess the album before that, <laughs> Hot Fuzz... With uh, Mr. Brightside. And those yeah, songs. that was... So that, they, they, that was mom rock, but it was also teenage girl rock. 
Yeah. Well, Teenage Girl Rock and Mom Rock, there's, I think the main distinction between the two is, like, the emo. Yeah. It was a little like more emo. Edginess. But when, when, um... Because a lot of teenage girls that, like, rock, the rock they like is, like, that post-core stuff. Yeah. And I think it's post-core, but Pierce the Veil, um, Of Mice and Men, Asking Out, all that, really just terrible. <laughs> you guys need to invite some, yeah. like uh, metal some music to your podcast so you can get some... Well, it's, like, metal riffs, but <laughs> then you have, like, this emo guy singing. Yeah. So it takes all the macho-ness of metal and then puts in that. <laughs> and a lot of dad rock is that macho-ness. Yeah, and just, there's a lot of that emo rock that just... And I think a lot of mom rock is, macho. you take dad rock, but you take the macho bits out. Okay, I can see that, yeah. And that can become mom rock. Yeah. Not all dad but rock's it, macho, like again, we were talking no, about yeah, R.E.M., no. that's very not macho. R.E.M.'s not macho. But it has that sound, like, yeah. um... Uh, let me get back to my list here because I had a lot. Um, so we talked about Bon Jovi. He's like peak dad rock. Um, oh yeah, Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Not the good kind. No, it still works. We talked about how Foo Fighters are like the really good dad. What about Brian Adams? Right? Yeah, yes, dude. He kind of fits into dad. Um, yeah, he does. Warren Zevon. Oh yeah, Warren. Oh, Zivon I love is him. Absolutely dad rock. But um, we've barely, and yeah, I have the killers on here as mom rock. I have the police. I put them as dad rock originally, but I'm starting to learn they're the bridge yeah, between dad and between mom, rock. mom rock. And dad rock. You can't quite yeah, put no, them in the bridge. Yeah, um, it just depends which song you're listening to. Um, but we've oh CCR. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't quite put them dad rock. They're more just, like, American. Yeah. It's, like, uh, <laughs> CCR are... Because we're, we're trying to talk about dad rock just globally, too. Not just I like think CCR stuff. is quintessential American classic rock. Well, every time I hear CCR, I picture a helicopter flying in Vietnam. Helicopter flying in Vietnam, or Guys fucking driving through the countryside. Or, or, rain, that, or, yeah. or is it rain coming down on a sunny day? Yeah, yeah. CCR is so... It's too iconic to be our dad rock. Well, just like my so, dad was like, oh, I like Led Zeppelin. I like um, The but, Doors. Yeah. CCR is to the point where it's like when I was working at Macho's, you know, Mexican restaurant, and the, the, the cooks who don't speak any English, they're in the back there, and they're listening to their radio. And I could recognize the Spanish cover of a CCR song mm-hmm. and sing along with it. I don't really speak. Oh, they have a very, very distinct well. sound. But it was like that. A lot of guys tried to emulate it that sound. It was that distinct, and, and it was it was the the know, guys that tried to emulate it. They're dad rock. Yeah, and, and it was it was the it was the um it was down in Louisiana, just about a mile past the Texarkana. That song. It was in Spanish. I don't know the fucking word in Spanish, but I I can recognize but the you song. Knew the song. And CCR is just one of those bands where you can. Can recognize. I know people who they don't know the names. Greetings, mm-hmm. Clearwater. But, but they, they have that sound. They've heard the song. Lover Boy, I think, would classify as girls or, or as moms. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let me see that. Um, I've never actually thought about it. Much. I have Guns N' Roses on here. Ooh, that's a tough one. But I can't say if they're dad or mom rock. A lot of times I'm like, they're mom rock. 
uh, they kind of have that vibe. But also... That's a tough one because most of the bands we've talked about that are like Mom Rob or Deadlock are bands we can agree are kind of good. I don't know. I'm Twisted Sister and Quiet Right, and those are, to me are all like... You know, For me, personally, my mom will not admit this. Bands. Or maybe she will admit this, Quiet but Riot. she loves Guns N' <laughs> Roses, or she at least loves... Appetite for Destruction, that album. Uh, She's like, she always tells me, uh, I, I think Axl Rose sucks, but that album, Appetite for Destruction, is awesome. I'll, I'll admit they have some good songs. Yeah. But they're, they kind of sit in the same spot as Aerosmith. Yeah, me. Aerosmith there's, is definitely mom. Oh, Aerosmith is absolutely mom. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, he practically looks like a mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Guns N' Roses sit in the Dude, same spot. So some for respect for the man. Hey, Steve Tyler's the badass. At least Steven Tyler's cooler than He I dresses know. like your gym I teacher. Know. I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, Guns N' Roses sit in the same spot as Aerosmith for me, where it's like they have some good songs, but I've never thought that highly of them as a band overall. I'm just not into them. <laughs> oh man, that's a nice picture. At least he still dresses like a rock star. Yeah, at least he still dresses like a rock star. He just looks <laughs> like a middle-aged housemate. He looks like a dad rocker. <laughs> That's what dad rockers look <laughs> <You> like. <know. laughs> Show him a picture of Jeff Tweedy. He's a mom Show rocker. him what a dad rocker Okay, well, like. this is kind of a subcategory. No, of... no, true dad rockers are very appealing to moms. Ah. But they're not appealing... <laughs> Well, true dad rocker. Here, I'll show you a true. Well, I already showed you Sam Hagar. He's a true. I think he's like Pete dad rocker. Um, but we have this kind of subcategory, and it's very dad rock. It's kind of hipster dad it's rock. It's hipster. It's the nerdy dad rock. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Where does uh, Kania Reeves come in that and Jack Black? Where, where do they Look at him. Well, Keanu Reeves is not a musician. thought he had a band. If he he's does, I like bass in a band, but he's not dad rock. Right. Jeff Tweedy. Look at him. Dad, dad rock. <laughs> but he's like the intellectual. The he just looks it, doesn't he? He just kind of looks that. He looks like a hobo. <laughs> That's kind <laughs> of an aspect of it. We <laughs> were talking about that. This is the guy that wrote This is the guy that wrote Side. Oh, oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, now Keanu Reeves, he plays in a band or has at some point. Um, he's not a musician. Uh, um, what was the other one you said? Though? Jack Black. Jack Black. We talked about Jack Black a little earlier. He, Jack Black's music is not dad rock, but he himself <laughs> exemplifies. <laughs> exemplifies dad rock. Oh yeah. 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 Tenacious well, D is not quite dad rock. He pretty much looks like Jeff Tweedy in a lot of his pictures. <laughs> At least modern a Jack. A funnier Jack Tweedy. With the beard, you know. I love his... No, that just looks like someone who says, I know what you did, and you're in trouble. <laughs> On that picture? Yeah, <laughs> no, he's totally like, that's totally dad. But then right if there. you look at his pictures from, like, Jablonski Games... Very dad. Where he's just, he's like... He's really tricky. And his PJs, like... <laughs> hasn't done his hair or anything. But, oh, he's even wearing, like, kind of the dad outfit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He looks like the way he's... And you know why? Because the, way he's, the older you get as a dad, the 
bigger your clothes need to be. The way he's, hold, <laughs> way he's standing, the way he's holding the guitar even and singing. You gotta get the cut off. just right and then it looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh. A lot of times he always wears like a really awkward shirt that doesn't do him any favors. I think he does that on purpose just for like so the joke of it. Um, he's playing with him, playing with his image. Well, because he doesn't give a shit. Well, no, yeah, it's between buying a new he's suit. Black, and dude. He can, he's Jack Black, dude. He's one of those rare Hollywood people who, um, they've he's managed to uh, not get himself into a people expect him to look good. <laughs> Actually, another guy that he's made his look life looking. No, he's made his life looking like the, the bum. Yeah, <laughs> people expect him to look comfortable, so he dresses comfortable. Modern Eddie Vedder is so dead. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Even young Eddie Vedder was dead, but look at him. He's a good-looking dad. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> they always they always have to have, like, the goatee or something. Or, like, goatee or a Van Dyke or a... Yeah, like... Aside, aside the wrinkles on the chin. <laughs> well, yeah. My dad... Uh, <laughs> my dad... Uh, but you know, on. just kind of that casual look, you know, casual wear. Yeah, the point where he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. My dad will every once in a while grow out his beard a little bit. Now, if you look at um, him in the, his heyday. But when, when my dad shaves, he, uh, one time he shaved and he left a mustache. He looked like John Cleese. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. almost the same. Almost the same. But the difference is. Well, you know, true. A lot of times he has his shirt off. True rock stars. <laughs> true rock stars are uh, somewhat timeless. Yeah. Church, um, for example, you know, he looks the same as he did thirty years ago. He's always looked the same. That's impressive. <laughs> he always looks like he's been too many drugs. <laughs> he's always looked like that. He's done so many drugs so where you don't think when you look at him, you don't think of him by age. You think of him by drugs. Well, I think the only person that could outdrug him is Jack Nicholson. Either him or Ozzy. Yeah. Or Ozzy. Oh, yeah. Ozzy, I think, wins. I think we Ozzy's should... done everything. Ozzy wins. In... I wonder how many listeners we could get to try and see if we could get the three of them together into a showdown. <laughs> Ozzy and Jack Nicholson. Oh, I'd love to do that. I, yeah. think, I, think, I think they owe it to their fans. Oh. Well, no, Ozzy, well, that's trying to be sober that's, now. Well, yeah, but that's a way to go out with a bang. Yeah. See, I think Ozzy wins because Ozzy is trying to... He should have died like... 30 times in his life? Maybe he yeah. did. Ozzy is <laughs> trying to be sober now. <laughs> we don't know. Ozzy is trying to be sober, but Keith Richards has been sober. For like well, here's the thing. Ozzy has only been sober for five years, and he's yeah. 70. So think about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was he sober wins. until he was seven, I'm sure. So there's like 14. Well, you know, years. well, he was he was English, though. He lived, you could start drinking That's legally. That's you could true. start drinking legally, what, when you're 14? I don't know. At home, 14, but at a bar, you have to be, like, 16, I think. I bet it's English. They know. were probably drinking as a young man. Oh, yeah. It's so just whatever. You it's don't good. want to drink the water over there's there. A lot, there's but a lot. But he did a hell of a lot more than drink. <laughs> there's a it, lot of places. Hold on. It was the 60s. It was all legal. Okay, there were no, it wasn't breaking any laws. Well, and apparently they claim that uh, during all the Osborne sh- um, documentary, mm-hmm. he was on something the whole time. He was not sober at all. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's That's not why I never yeah, I just that. respect Sharon so much more knowing that she had to deal oh, with Oh, she had to deal with all kinds of crap, man. Depends. She might have been used to it to some extent. But she's so kind of like the Somewhat familiar life. with it, yeah. Sharon? 
Yeah, she might have been familiar with how to deal with it. She let him party and be a rock star. Yeah, but she, she still just kept him on a leash. Him from behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Gave him just enough freedom not to hang himself, and made sure he made it home. Speaking of Ozzy, Dad Rock. Dad Rock. His solo stuff. His solo stuff, not Black Sabbath. Yeah. That's just not Black Sabbath. But solo his solo stuff. stuff, and I love his solo stuff. I do too. But when well, it's a lot of a lot of it's because I associate with associate it with my dad. Yeah. He would always be listening to like. I'm gonna tuck out of this podcast. Okay. Okay. And go eat some dinner. You all have a wonderful night. How long are we on? Hour forty-four. Yeah, we'll keep ringing for. I mean. Yeah. Let's keep it rolling. I still want to drink more. <laughs> what? What's that? Hey, song. Play a dad rock song. Play a dad rock song. <laughs> Play us something that sounds dad rock. Wow. I don't have a guitar, so I'm playing a. He's playing a. What is it called? It's attitude. It's attitude. But what's it called though? It's called a gitulele. This is the Yamaha gitulele. Gitulele. It's like a ukulele, but it has six strings and it's. Really, you're just playing more like a tiny guitar rather than a ukulele. Um, I need two of this if I'm going to play it. Well, I don't really want to play anything. While he's tuning, um, <laughs> the most. Wait, let me think about this for a second. This is controversial. A lot of people are probably going to disagree with me on this one. Jimi Hendrix. I think he's dead wrong. I think Jimi Hendrix is pretty dead wrong. No, no, no. He is so totally teenage on acid rock. Well, he's at least turned into... Into mid-twenties rock. Well, every dad I know likes Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, but that isn't... Yeah, I agree well, with that too. And it's not his. Think about it, there's also there's also dad rock musicians who have transcended dad rock. Yeah, like one of those. Yeah, I, would I think say, they, I think that's the idea. One of the, one of those that I would that. say is a Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. He is dad rock, but he has transcended dad rock to be a blues icon. A lot of those blues guys you could put in that category, kind of. Um, So the iconic. But at least with my dad, though, it's Jimi Hendrix. He thinks he's the best. But he also really likes Stevie Ray Vaughan. But um, also, I can't believe we haven't mentioned him yet. Elvis Costello. Oh Oh, God. Yeah. He kind of leans towards that uncle category, but he's still dad rock. Elvis Costello, definitely. He's that same kind of like um, nerdy, like hip, like dad. While we're on that same, on uh, Nick Lowe. Yep. With Cool to Be Kind and What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. And, um, and we've talked about Billy Joel, right? We've talked about Billy Joel. Um, Meatloaf. Oh, God. <laughs> now, that's one that my dad does not like. Or he, I know he liked him back in the day, but now he's like, yeah. I've, Milo's kind of focused. I rarely meet people who 
genuinely like Neil. Yeah. Most people jokingly like mm-hmm. Neil. I have another one for you. And this one could either be Dad or Mom Rock. It depends how you look at it. I would lean a little t- bit towards Dad Rock. Daryl Hall and Oaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I seen heavily towards Mom Rock on that one. I, I Well, yeah, it could go either way. But okay. Here's, well, I, actually, I love Here's it. a middle ground. Here's a middle Let ground. Let me show you here. something. Here. Here's a middle ground. Hall and Oaks might be Mom Rock, Dad Rock in between. But Simon and Garfunkel are definitely Dad Rock. I, well, well, okay, correction. Wait. Not Simon and Garfunkel. Paul Simon. There you go. Okay. Paul Simon. Yeah. Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. Like Paul Simon. Yeah, solo stuff. Yeah. Not, not Simon and Garfunkel. But look, look at Daryl Hall real quick. Well, he looks like a dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing as Sammy Hagar. But he's a little bit more... I'm reluctant to classify them as total dad rock, though. Well, that's why I said they're kind of in that in-between, like, yeah. phase. A little bit. Um, Rick Springfield? Mom. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Um, Eric Clapton. Let's talk about Eric Clapton. Ooh. I love Eric Clapton. So dad rock. But he's very dad rock. Oh. Maybe not the cream stuff, per se, but definitely... No, Derek and Domino's... Eric Clapton. Yeah. You know? Dude. Yeah. He looks like a dad. He plays guitar like a dad. And he's yeah. really good at guitar. He's he amazing. He's he pretty, like he pretty good. He, he exudes dad. He looks like one. He looks like one. He sounds like what I think a British dad would sound like. <laughs> if I were British, I hope my dad was like... If I was British, I'd want to be Eric Clapton. Why not? For the longest time when I was little, I thought Eric Clapton was just an American dude. Because I've only heard his music. He really, he did a good job of marketing to America, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Somebody did. <laughs> well, his manager, whoever. Because Eric Clapton, I associate him with, like, just American music. But honestly, if you go back and look at his stuff, he, I mean, he was just phenomenal for what he was doing. Well, yeah. Like, he just, he but was so far out ahead of That the might be a controversial one, but I would say he's dad rock. I mean, he wasn't, um, he wasn't ahead of the crowd in the concept of, like, say, Stevie Ray Vaughan or the other great guitar players. But as far as everyone else who was on the circuit, he was ahead of the crowd. What are you making over there, Bill? Pot pie. What kind? Chicken pot pie. Chicken with pot broccoli. pie with broccoli. And apple juice. Classic. That sounds very good. And yeah, Little Debbie's good. Turtle Brownies. Tristan ate a bunch of those. I know. This. He did? He ate all of them. <laughs> um, but there's a category we haven't even gone into. We mentioned it. Yeah. Uncle Rock. Uncle Rock. We mentioned it with Rush. Yeah, they're sort of in that category, but they kind of transcend it. But Uncle Rock. What do you think is Uncle Rock? Because I'm going to tell you what I think. I want to hear you first because I have to think about it for a second. Frank Zappa, the Ooh. Alan Parsons Project, <laughs> um, Jeff Rotol. Jeff Rotol. I would argue. I would argue Grateful Dead. Um. Now where do they? Fall? A lot of that know. stuff. I want to throw Grateful Dead into Uncle. Ray. I would, but we can leave it there. I would disagree on that. But let's, um. Yeah. 
Can we put Grateful Dead in Grandpa Rock? Grandpa <laughs> Rock? That's just a diss. That's horrible. I'm sorry. My girlfriend loves Grateful Dead. I know she does. She's always talking about them. She'd get pissed if we... And I've never given them, I've never given them the time of day to listen to any of their stuff. They're good. Uh, they're a great like, jam band. Well, here's the thing. They're not a jam... I don't think they're... I don't think they're a jam band. Okay. I think they inspire jam bands. Okay. Because if you listen to their albums... They're not they're so jamming. Not, they're they not so jam, jamming. but their albums... They jam live. I they're think that's why bands. I don't like their albums. They're known for jamming live, but their albums are more precise. Like, these are precise songs. Yeah. A jam band, um, they have albums. Versus a jam yeah. band where, like, you know, Fish... Um, fuck them. Fish, if you're listening... I hate you. It's definitely a cousin. You're all cousin terrible. All fish listeners, I'm sorry, but... He has on. an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> fish <laughs> listeners, Michelle... Hey, Sawyer... Sawyer, um, uh, <laughs> Meisner, you all have a terrible taste in music. What about Squirrel? Squirrel is, he a is fish guy. I, I don't like know. <laughs> Squirrel is just. Squirrel. I mean, you can't name people that. Um, he doesn't. I'm naming. I'm naming people. <laughs> I'm naming people on this. I'm you saying fish the lovers. people I know are for sure fish lovers. I know Michelle, you're a fish lover. I know Sawyer, you're a fish lover. Wait, you think my mom Michelle is? No, 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 a flower. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flower, Flower. oh my god. Flower, you're a fish lover. Sawyer, you're a fish lover. Is this live? Do they have comment? Do they have the ability to comment? No, this isn't live. We're going to edit it. Okay. Um, (laughs) A little um, how the sausage is made. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. um, You know, you're all all terrible. Meisner, Meisner, you played fucking fish at work in the kitchen. 15-minute songs. It was awful. Horrible. You have terrible taste music, except for Sawyer. I love this illiterate guy thought my brush sticker was a fish sticker. That's stupid. Yeah. Except for you, really, Sawyer. Sawyer, I love you. You have a really great taste in music. Except for fish. Except Except for for fish! fish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bill, pizza Jesus Bill, not this Bill. You have a great taste in music, because I have talked with you many times on how uh, fish sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Where were we? I don't remember. Well, we were dissing for, uh, Uncle Rock. <laughs> so easy to distract you guys. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Frank Zappa, okay? Ooh, I love Frank Zappa. Love you see that. Everything Frank Zappa does. <clears throat> Even Frank Zappa, to me, is like my spiritual uncle. He is. He, um, he had a studio in my hometown. He does? It did. Oh, yeah, he did. It, did. It, got t- it got torn down to widen the road. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. He owned a studio in my hometown or ran one or something like that. But just think of Frank Zappa for a second. Just what he looks like in your mind. I know exactly what he looks like. He looks like a weird uncle. He exactly looks like a weird uncle. He plays music that weird uncles like. Yeah. I like his music, but. It took me time to really get into it. It's to um, the point. It's his music is to the point where, like, if I ever became an uncle, I would make a point to listen to Frank's. I would make a point to listen to that anytime an anyone uncle. came in. Yeah. Like anyone visited me, I would have Frank's hat on. I know you're an uncle. When your niece gets older, you should make it. My nephew. Nephew. 
When you're making a, you should I'm going to be listening to Frank Zappa. Make an attempt to be the weird uncle. Yeah. <laughs> listening to Frank Zappa. I think I have to be. It's required. It's required, yeah. So are we basically setting society norms for the future for what you do when your families come to visit? When your uncle comes, well, we're you just listen saying, to we're this. When your dad comes, you listen to this. No, no, just, 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 I just, just, just Frank Zappa. Just, just, just the Frank Zappa okay. part. Yeah. Just the Frank Zappa stuff. Yeah. You know that really means really as okay. long as Uncle comes to Thanksgiving, every Thanksgiving is a Frank Zappa Thanksgiving. It's, well, that, I'm okay with that. Okay. Because that just. It's only one day out of the year. Well, in my case, in my case, um, I have two sisters, Ivy and Sophie. Ivy is probably not going to have kids at all or for a long time mm-hmm. because she just hates kids. <laughs> Um, but if she ever does, <laughs> she also loves Frank Zappa. Okay, so she's so coming. family gatherings are like it's gonna work know, work out. But yeah, uh, a lot of aunts like Sophie aunts like is twelve years old, yeah, so she, I don't know what. For another 15, 20 years. You know, so, Sophie is twelve years old, so I don't know what type of if she'll like Frank Zappa because she's not really been exposed to it very much. So that's you know time time to time. No, that's irrelevant. Once you're an uncle. You have to expose that. What's your yeah. favorite Frank Zappa album, by the way? I think I could say. Um, a lot of people say Bongo Fury. Bongo Fury is pretty good. That's a hard one, though. I, I, I would say Apostrophe. That is a really good one. I love that one. Yeah. The Nook rubs it. It's not freaking weird, dude. Yeah. They have a whole song about Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. Don't eat the Yellow Snow. The second part to that song is The Nook rub, rubs it. And he uh, literally, uh, he gets shit rubbed in his eyes, shit snow, and... I can say my favorite Frank Zappa song is The Muffin Man. And Muffin Man, that's the mm. Frank Zappa song. That's um, cool. It's a really... It, it, I love his solos on that, too. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Typically, when I think of Uncle, slash Weird Uncle, I think Frank Zappa. Another one is the Alan Parsons Project, in that same kind of thing. Oh, yeah. They have this whole album. I also think of Weird Al Yankovic, but, you know, he's not Weird, real. okay, um, Weird Al, though, he's like a parody of that. Yeah. yeah. But also, a lot of these parody and comedy bands, they're kind of part of that. Here's here's a band I think. They were the original meme. Here's a band I could think of the uh, uncle, uncle Music, but not Weird Uncle Music. Okay, what's well, just like Uncle? Just Uncle Music. ELL. ELL, well, I also, well, I wanted to say that they were mom music, but yeah. They're a little mom music, but I think they're uncle music, but not weird uncle Like music. normal uncle. They're normal uncle music. <laughs> All you normal uncles out there, tell us if you like ELO. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, to go to Twitter, tweet, hashtag, normal uncle ELO, <laughs> and let us know. I'm going to be a normal uncle for Halloween, guys. <laughs> Whatever that looks like. You're gonna wear jeans. <laughs> have a t-shirt. And listen to ELO. Yeah. I'm just gonna Normal t- uncle. And your shirt has to be a little too small. And go above your head. I think a normal uncle. I'm just gonna see what it gives me. Oh, what a t-shirt design. They're all saying drunk. Drunkle. Wait, is that implying all normal uncles oh. are drunk? Uh, Are the weird uncles the ones that smoke pot? No, we need drunkle music. Okay, drunkle music. Well, a lot of that stuff we mentioned can be. Well, drunkle music... Drunkle music is the type of music that just doesn't fit into any category. Like, 
bluegrass. Look at what some of these shirts say, okay? This drunkle, like a normal uncle, only drunker. They have shirts that say that. I like how you put a normal uncle in there. And I get, like, when all, like, every result is drunkle. Drunkle. That's not a normal uncle. Wait, what's funkle? That's the alcoholic uncle. Funkle. Like a normal uncle, only firefighter. What? It doesn't say only a firefighter, only firefighter. I would I would have assumed the natural progression of Funko would be like a normal uncle, but fun. Fun. But no, it's a firefighter. <laughs> okay, what happens if I type in weird uncle? Let's see, guys. And I'll send you all the links to this. Or you could look it up yourself. I'll send you the song links. But, um... Okay. Oh, God. No, there's some... I like this one. This guy, he listens to Frank Zappa. That's a Frank Zappa this guy. This guy, he, he listens to Frank Zappa. This that guy, guy, that guy listens to Frank Zappa. Yeah, he looks like he's... He, yeah, what's going on with him? And that one he's is listening Frank to Frank Zappa. This one's Mel Gibson. That <laughs> 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 is Mel Gibson. <laughs> look at this man. He does look... He is an especially crazy picture of Mel Gibson. Well, what picture of him is not great? Um, Braveheart. Oh, now we have Gary Busey. Oh. Okay, guys. Oh, God. It's a gif. Oh, my God. That's not a fun <laughs> thing to look at. No. Okay, let me describe it to you. So it's Gary Busey, but it's a gif. And it's moving forward or back, depending how you look at it. It's forward, and I think. It's for, well, it's an illusion. It's, it's a Gary Busey illusion. But his face is coming out of his mouth, and it's just endless. But his chin is a spiral. But his chin is like a, a spiral around his face. Gary Busey? <laughs> is this what Gary Busey does? Yes. That's a practical <laughs> effect. I was saying, I thought it was Gary Busey. It's Gary Busey, I think. By the way, he's definitely weird. Now you're making me question myself. It's Busey. Come on. I'm pretty sure I've always heard it as Busey, but now you're making me question it. <laughs> oh, that's Creed. Creed. <laughs> I love Creed. Uh, and then if I type in Frank Zappa, you're going to get a very similar um, vibe from him. Yeah. Yeah, he must. The big must. Look at, yeah, look at that fucking picture. He definitely has a weird, weird uncle. Weird uncle. All the way. Look at him, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to seeing black and white, like, old pictures of him. Like, yeah. You know, pictures from right before he died. Well, this is literally the picture they have of him on the apostrophe. Oh, yeah. It's a thick mustache. Very good mustache. It is a good mustache, yeah. His mustache game is on point. And he's always had it. Yeah. That's dedication right there. But, okay, guys. Um, let's get all the way back to the beginning here. All the way back. Dad Rock, what have we learned? What will we continue to learn? We have learned... Um, I'm not totally sure. 
pulling plugs. Well, okay, let's again. keep it going then. What is Dad Rock? Does, I mean, <laughs> Dad Rock cannot be personified in any one definition. Well, Dad oh. Rock, you listen to something. Well, you it, it's Dad Rock. You think of Dad. Dad Rock stems from a sense of what reminds you of home, what reminds you of your dad. Uh, so Dad Rock can be subjective and objective in the sense of like there's a there's a sound that is very dad yeah but it can be subjective too of um you know this is what i associate with my dad and uh i think it stems down to often more to be subjective of what is passed down from generation to generation yeah that's a big part of it um but I also would argue that there are certain songs, I bet you can find new songs that sound just like this. And they have, they sound like dad rock no matter what. Yeah. And it's really hard to quantify, but you know it when you hear it. Um, yeah, definitely. I think typically a lot of them kind of have this open kind of loose like open chords the driving drums but not too like open chords keep it a little over 100 beats per minute no, muted, not too much muted high. chords that muted like yeah. and by the way we didn't even get to them but a punk band that i think is so dead yeah social distortion oh super dead my god some of um, joe strummer's um stuff he did I was gonna get to that. Is the Clash in general? Is the Clash is rock. pretty dead rock, but you could argue they're not. They're yeah, there's rock. a lot of guys there that you oh, could. Oh no! What about modern rock that would be considered dead rock? Like in the last say, modern rock, three to five years. Well, I mentioned the Food Fighters. All right, Food Fighters. But, they're but if you want to go even more modern than that, yeah, the newest dad rock band that all the dads are always talking about how awesome they are. Greta Von Fleet. Greta Von Fleet is the bastardization of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I don't They like take that. the Led Zeppelin sound. Yeah. It, you know how I was talking about how a lot of dad rock is they take the classic rock sound and they exploit it. Well, Greta Von Fleet, they're, they're not even making it their own thing. They're literally... A Led Zeppelin tribute band that writes new Led Zeppelin songs. That says they're inspired by Aerosmith. That says they're inspired yeah. by Aerosmith. <laughs> even though they sound nothing like... The only thing they sound like Aerosmith is maybe, okay, the guitar riffs. But the singer sounds exactly like Robert Plant. They dress like they're in the 70s. Oh, we were born in the wrong generation. Get out of here, Greta Monfleet. <laughs> if I want to listen to a band that sounds like Led Zeppelin, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to Led Zeppelin yep. because Led Zeppelin is badass. And to take that and, oh, God, that is one of the dad rock bands. And they're one of the bad ones, but they're very dad rock because they're like, oh, they have that classic rock sound. Oh, yeah. But it's Led Zeppelin. It's just. I can't, I can't say I have a lot of experience with really recent dad rock. Well, I don't listen to a lot of really recent music. Well, exactly. It's not that I don't listen to new music, it's but I don't listen really to... It's not really a thing as much, though. I don't listen to that type Dog of music. Dad rock died. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's still around, but... There's not a lot of class It's turning there. into... Tween. Yeah. Uh, tween and, like, teenager music. Or, or what's going to happen is we're the, we're, we're the age, because we've grown up now, that dad rock to our generation is never going to happen again. And dad rock will continue. No, it don't happen. Will it will just be as you become dad. We won't recognize dad it as dad rock. rock and it's happening. Well, okay, but just because you're a dad and you like music, that music you like doesn't mean it's dad rock. Yeah. No, but generationally, generationally, the music that you're liking once you become dad, your kids will say that's dad's rock. That's dad rock. Well, yeah, and there's music I like, I like right now that I think is dad rock, but I still like it. Just because it's dad rock doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, I but a lot of definition of dad or mom rock comes from their kids. Yeah. They, they're the yeah, ones they don't get, have the awareness. They get to define that as your rock and roll from your generation. Because, because when we define dad rock, it's not just what our dads listen to. It's a sound. It's the sound. Right. That reminds us of our dads. Reminds us of that generation. That full testosterone drip drive. Well, it, it's not even just a testosterone. That's a testosterone drive. That's okay. part of it. Because there's a lot of dad rock that's That was like, okay, the original dad rock was like macho testosterone. Yeah. But a lot of the bands on every dad rock playlist that you have those guys, but the ones that I always see, Wilco, R.E.M. When we're, when um, we're, when we're done talking and we shut this off, I'll play a couple of those stereo Yeah, we're I'm just a little scared to play stuff. You know, yeah, we don't, don't want to play stuff on the... I mean, we're not making money from this, but Better. still, we don't want to be shut down on our first episode. No, well, I, th- I think it comes down to it. Uh, but we'll put the know. links of a lot of dad rock songs that, you know. Dad rock is, it's what, one generation, it's a sound, not specific, not necessarily specific bands because they know their dad listens to Or even a feeling. It's, it's a sound, well, it's a sound and a feeling that comes from music that one generation associates with the past generation. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, when we are old enough to be dads and we're dads, we will not see the dad rock ever come to us. We won't realize it. We won't realize it. Even if we think we're, we're like, on top of it, that uh, we know, it will just go right past us. But the thing is, dad rock used to be very popular. And it was this 80s thing. Yeah, or or same with mom rock. And then you get into maybe. the '90s. That's when it started getting into the more hipster nerd. Yeah, like maybe 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 if I have kids someday, my my kids will be like mom rock is Katy Perry. Mhm. I would not call. I would not call mom that mom rock just because. But to their generation, girl. that's what they consider it. Because I think I think that's what makes dad rock different from. A genre, even though it has a sound to it that is distinct. It's not a genre, but it's, it has that sound. It's it, it has a sound like a genre would, but that what makes it dad rock and what that sound is is generational. It changes. Yeah. Versus genres, when they change, they become new genres. But I was talking to my dad about this and. There's a few where he was on point where he even admitted, he was like, yeah, that is dead rock. And a lot of the big ones were Sammy Hagar, mm-hmm. Genesis, we, we even failed to mention them, um, Phil Collins, oh, yeah. um, Bruce Springsteen. Oh my god, oh, I can't believe we didn't mention How do we not mention okay. Bruce Springsteen? Okay, we're not over yet. Bruce Springsteen. 
Everything he does is dad rock. He just sounds like a dad. He looks like a dad. He talks sounds like, like a dad. dad. He looks like a dad. Yeah. He <laughs> he's always looked like a dad too. Oh, yeah. when he was young, he looked like a dad. <laughs> and and a lot of people love the boss. They're like super mega oh, fans. I do like I, the boss too. I like Bruce Springsteen, but I can tell you, I cannot listen. I love Bruce Springsteen. I listen to him every once in a while. If uh, he's on the radio, I'll listen. I will say, much as I like Bruce Springsteen, the, the thing to uh, take away from him is the E Street Band. It is the best backing band of all time. Did you hear that, people? Let's say it one more time. The E Street Band is the best backing band of all time. I have no reason to disagree with that. I mean, that's... Pretty true. The street band is fucking. I mean, you could go with the band. The band is good, but the Bob band, Dylan. the band, I think they got their real um, break from doing not backing stuff, but doing their own stuff. But as a backing band, the E Street Band as a can't yeah. get any better than that. Yeah, the E Street Band yeah. is they're always on point. Yeah, um, they're really good. So yeah, so dad rock, it's that, it's our notion of what we think of when we hear this music, when we hear that sound, we think of our dad. And same thing goes mom rock. That doesn't mean our dad likes it, but we think, yeah, this is what dad's like. And there's the very obvious ones, we mentioned them a hundred times. And then you have the more nuanced dad rock. But you know it when you hear it. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll come back to it later on, but I think I think we've solved dad rock for the most we've part. We've solved it. Um, That's official. We've solved it. We've solved dad rock. <laughs> you, can take, um, you can take that and say when people, when people say... Uh, um, you know, what's dad rock, you can say, well, I know for sure, because I listened to uh, this podcast. That's odd, but we're they, drunk. And they solved it, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, by the way, real quick, yeah, we're drinking a lot. Not not as much as we could be, but please drink responsibly. I just want to say that. I don't want you to think yeah. that we're, like, pro-being just drunk idiots and morons. Yeah, we're, we're, we're so, you know, we're no Jack Nicholson here. Yeah. <laughs> and and if Jack Nicholson ever gives you advice on drinking or doing drugs, don't take his advice. And he's definitely just the crazy uncle. Just don't listen to him. He's, uh, yeah. He's not a good uh, influence. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a wrap. Um, I think so too, yeah. Stay tuned for the next episode. Um, who knows what we're going to be talking about, but we'll figure yeah. it out. It might be Lord of the Rings. It might be Lord of the Rings. It might, it might be, be a movie. It might be, might be hint, be, hint, the Karen Apocalypse. The Karen Apocalypse. <laughs> it might be... But um, just expect wacky, just yeah. fun stuff. Um, if you're listening to us to try to get any real insight or learn anything important, maybe you're in the wrong podcast. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm not saying no. you won't learn stuff. Um, we're going to try to give you information that you can take and have a conversation 
But what I am saying is, this is fun. This is not educational. This is for entertainment. Um, We've had quite a lot to drink. Yeah, I've had a lot of dad beer. I've just... (laughs) Actually, you know, I'll I'll make another dad beer. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode of That's Odd But We're Drunk. All right. Ready? Hold on, hold on.